0: Blog Talk Radio Blog Talk Radio Blog Talk Radio
1: One day when heaven was filled with his praise Black as could be Jesus came forth to Be born of a virgin Dwelt among men My example is He The Word became flesh And the light shined among us His glory revealed, Living He loved me Dying He saved me Yeah.
2: take us to heaven i don't know the day i don't know the hour but only our father in heaven knows these things but according to the lord god is about to take us out of here into heaven what he allowed me to experience this morning was the tribulation how close it is i myself was wow thank you lord Close. We we just we finished the the, the Lord's tower in Spanish, and what a beautiful presence and anointing of the Lord. The message was incredible.
3: As I was speaking, the Lord spoke to me during me. I was telling people a word, and brothers and sisters,
2: the Lord spoke to me there while speaking to the people. It was such a beautiful anointing.
3: The voice of the Lord came to me. And I'm like, oh, wow, okay. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, God. And I want to go ahead and pray because I want the Lord to take over this program and minister to his people according to their need, according to what the cry of your heart is before God, that God will minister to you, God will counsel your heart, God will take away the worry, the concern, whatever heavy burden you have in your life tonight, i go and coming in agreement that god will take it away from you tonight and you be counsel by god in jesus name mighty lord mighty god mighty jesus you are faithful god lord mighty lord i ask you lord jesus to forgive our sins our trespasses everyone listening lord please forgive us lord that every single life every single home comes under the blood of jesus the blood of Yeshua, the blood of Jehoshua, the blood and on Calvary, Lord, covers our lives, cleanses us body, soul, and spirit. Lord, we bind those strong men and all hindering spirit, Lord, that may come against this program, that may come against our life, Lord Jesus, tonight. In Jesus' name, Yeshua's name, Jehoshua, name, O Lord, saying 900 trillion words of angel, Lord, to clean out everyone's home, everyone's life. Lord Jesus, including my home my life, from north to south, east to west, up and down, in Jesus' name, Yeshua's name, Jehoshua's name, oh, Lord, minister to the need of your people, Lord. Take every wording, Lord Jesus, every concern, Lord Jesus, in Jesus' name, Lord, and open our eyes to the hour, Lord, that we're in. Lord Jesus, in Jesus' name, Yeshua's name, Jehoshua's name, I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Jesus. Lord, let your word flow through my mouth, in Jesus' name. As my Father said in heaven, let his word be in my mouth, Lord, tonight. In Jesus' name, Yeshua name, does not be my will, but thy will be done. As, as it is in heaven, be done on earth as it is in heaven. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Glory God. Glory to Yeshua. Glory to Jehoshua. What an awesome God. Shalom, Sister Trey. We have. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. What a mighty God. What a mighty Lord we serve. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, tonight. Praise you, God. Thank you, Lord. Two things I want to talk on. One is a few days ago. The Lord showed me the revival. I've been getting emails from people asking me, Brother Elby, what about the revival? And I have to tell people uh, what I know, I have told people in the past what I have have said. From the Lord, everything he gives me, I give to you. Praise you, Lord. And I haven't talked about the revival for over a year now. And the Lord gave me a a beautiful revelation about the revival. Praise you, Lord. The latter rain, the latter rain. A lot of people are not familiar with revival, but I want to go into the word of God. Uh, Jeremiah 5.24 says, neither say, uh, neither say there in their heart, Let us now fear the Lord our God, who gives the rain, both the former the former and the latter, in his season. He will serve unto us the appointed week of the harvest. Amen. And so appointed week, it, it sounds that is in a short time, that all this is going to happen, but the revival uh, will happen in the Lord. is what the Lord has shown me, and I'm going to share with you, but I first want to go into the Word, brothers and sisters. We want to stand on the Word, on the solid rock, brothers and sisters. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. What a mighty God we serve. Thank you, Jesus. In Proverbs 16:15 it says, In the light of the king's countenance, there is life. And his favor is as the cloud of the light of rain. The come the 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 light of the king. So it's under the power. This revival will be under the power of the Holy Spirit of God, brothers and sisters. It will be a pouring, pouring, rain, pouring. A pouring of the Holy Spirit is what the revival really is, brothers and sisters, that is coming. Thank you, Lord. Joe twenty nine, twenty-three And they waited for me as for the rain, and they opened their mouth wide as for the latter rain. It is for those that are waiting upon the Lord. If you are waiting upon the Lord, the Lord would answer your prayer. Those that are praying for the family to be saved, either husband or wife or children or family. Brothers and sisters, those prayers to God are in has a priority, a priority to be answered. And so the revival, we can say it's, a pri- it's for the priority of uh, family members that need to be saved before the rapture, brothers and sisters. Thank you, Lord. There has been questions about the revival that some people had had asked me, and some of them have been, but they'll be, will the revival be? in our normal body, or oh, in our glorified body. I have I have men of God, I had a man of God this past week, very anointed man of God, says to me, that the revival will happen in our regular body. But the Lord has also shown me that we will move in the power of Father God in, in our glorified body. Praise you, Lord. And it seems to me in a glorified body, brothers and sisters. That's what it seems to me. Amen? I could be wrong. I've been wrong some other time, too. And so what I want to say is that, uh, as Paul says to the Corinthians, whether in the body or or not in the body, I don't know. He didn't know. Praise the Lord. Only God knows these details. God is in the details, I tell you that praise the Lord did I seem to be moving in the, in the power of God in my glorified body but really to tell because the power of God is mighty Stephen moved not in his glorified body but in his regular body hallelujah thank you Jesus praise the Lord um, yes the prophecy that in the three days of darkness which I also see myself uh, people body will glorify will change Uh, When we say glorify, we mean change, change from one form to another. Amen. Praise you, Lord. I know also that the glorified body will be, as the Lord has also shown me, to those special uh, Christians that are repenting, that have put God first in their life. Amen. Praise you, Lord and that the lord is first that i repent and that i seek in god in holiness and righteousness thank you lord lord if i say something out of your way lord out of your will, i'm sorry lord jesus praise you lord lord guide us in this and teach us in this lord we don't want to say anything lord lord i want to say what you have shown me lord jesus praise you lord so transformation the transformed body amen thank you lord and if you have any other question go ahead and ask brothers and sisters if i could answer the question i will Amen. So it, the 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 last revival is a lot of rain. Uh now let me uh keep on the word. Deuteronomy eleven fourteen says that I will give you the rain of your land in due season, the first rain and the lot of rain that you may have garden in thy, thy corn and thy wine and thy oil. So what God is saying here, the revival is for a harvest. And we know that it's a harvest of soul. Here was a natural harvest. But God is referring, as he says to Peter, Peter was a fisherman. That was his uh, career or his job, however you want to say it. And Jesus said, come, and I will make a fisher of men. And then he changed his career immediately. Praise the Lord, his job, fisher of men. So this, re- this uh, revival... As the word says in the physical, uh, Peter was in the physical, official man, and Jesus said, I'll make you official I'm sorry, a fisher or a fish was was Peter's job, but he made him into a fish or a man. And I, I heard people talk about this. And They said it was a, it was a way that God communicated to Peter the message of, of winning so harvest. Amen. Praise the Lord. And so the revival, hallelujah, it is for a harvest, the last harvest. Uh, for soul to be saved, the Bible talks about the lost harvest, and it so it's for soul to come to Christ, for soul that God has promised people that He's going to save, brothers and sisters, Amen. And so we uh we have to pray for this. We have to. We are going to be part of this. We're going to be part of it. So praise you, Lord. So we 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 have to. Hallelujah. Uh, participate. We have to pray for it. Thank you, Jesus. We know that Jesus said in Matthew 9:37, then He said unto the disciples, The harvest is truly plaintiff but the labors are few. We need to understand that God has, has called us laborers or servants to come and work. Hallelujah! In the field for soul to be saved, brothers and sisters. That's what God is calling you and I to do uh this mighty work brothers and sisters he's calling us to so. thank you Lord and so we, we gotta be obedient to the Lord Jesus who 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 uh, I mean the harvest is, is plenty. Hallelujah. Pray thank you Jesus hallelujah. Uh the uh, Proverb Proverb six eight said provided her meat in the summer and gather her food in the harvest thank you Jesus Proverbs ten five says uh, he that guarded in summer is a wise son, but he that sleeping in the harvest is a son uh, that causes shame. So those Christians that won't participate with the Lord in this mighty harvest that soon is going to happen, the revival, are, are going to cause shame. They're going to be praise the Lord, shame, and we don't want to we don't want to cause shame to the Lord in regard to working for the Lord. Hallelujah! Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, God. It's just so important. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Proverbs 24 says, The slogger will not plough by by season of the cold. Therefore, shall he beg and harvest and have nothing. Amen. And that's not practically what the Lord has shown me. Uh, there will be people who will not do anything in the harvest, but it will be those little ones who will participate with the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Brother Obaldo, I know you're on the line.
2: Brother
3: Hello,
0: Ubaldo, Brother Evie. Shalom,
3: brother. Welcome the, amen. Welcome to the Lord Tower, brother. Praise you, Lord. I just want to go ahead and give what the Lord uh, has been giving me and then I'll let you go ahead and give. The Lord has been giving Brother Obaldo a uh, revelation that He's gonna share tonight, brothers and sisters. I don't know what they are. Praise you, Lord. And and but I'm gonna go ahead and, and give this these words that I need to give. Praise you, Lord, and then let our the share. Thank you, Jesus. God is so awesome. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. So let me keep reading this Bible verse. Hosea, verse uh, 3 says, Then should we know if we follow unto the Lord, he is going forth to prepare us the morning, and he shall come unto us as the rain, as the ladder, and form a rain unto the earth. Here is God saying all these words through his prophet of the things that will come, brothers and sisters. Thank you, Jesus. The rain and the lot of rain. That that is incredible. That is important. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. And so he said it through Jeremiah. He said it through Hosea. He has said this to his prophet brothers and sisters about this lot of rain. So it's important to God. This 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 garden, this harvest of snow is important to God. It must be important to the bride of Christ too. Brothers and sisters, it must be important to us. Thank you, Jesus, because if it's important to God, it must be important to us too. We must pray to participate in the revival. Thank you, Lord, because there will be people who will not participate, but there will be people who will be seeking the Lord for the family to be saved, for some sure to come to the kingdom. Thank you, Lord. And they will keep seeking holiness and righteousness, and God will use them because whoever... Well, whoever is a laborer, whoever wants to labor for God, knowing that the fields are ready, will say, send I, Lord. As Jesus said, in, through through the left of Isaiah, send I, Lord. I will go. Thank you, Jesus. And so we have to be a type of Christ. We, we have to be available to go. We have to say, yes, Lord, I'll go. And that will please God. That will please the Father. He wants to hear that from you and I, brothers and sisters, that we want to go. Hallelujah, and guard the harvest with the Lord. Preach the harvest. Joel 2.23, be glad that ye children of Zion and rejoice in the Lord your God, for he has given you the early rain moderately, and he will cause to come down for you the rain, the early rain, and the latter rain and the first month. Well, uh, Jeremiah says in a week, but Joel says in a month. So why really will we, how long will the harvest be? It can be a week. It can be a month. God is saying before the trumpet sounds. Because the trumpet will sound. That last trumpet is for a world sound. Don't you think it will not sound? Because it will sound. He will get the people out of here. Praise the Lord. This morning, Jesus gave me a taste on how close is the tribulation. My goodness. I was in prayer. And it was at the same time I was in spirit of praying. He just boomed. Took me in there, brothers and sisters. It was so, uh, it was so, not, it was so bad. It was so, it was so bad because I, I, I. The Holy Spirit was not, is not going to be in the tribulation. He will be taken out. He, the Holy, as Paul said to the Colossians, is going to be taken out. And that's exactly what I felt. Thank you, Jesus, brothers and sisters. I felt. Uh, the Holy Spirit was taking out the, the evil that came upon this earth. It was what I was feeling. And the Lord, at the same time, began to speak to me that this is soon. He began to speak to my heart clearly. This is this 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 is this is almost upon the earth now the tribulation. But the power of Jesus was holding it back because for the Lord is the Spirit it's to the churches. The Lord Jesus is the Holy Spirit. He was holding
1: that back for us sister. and sisters.
3: In my goodness, it was so real. It was so real. And the Lord said, "Pray that it may not be in." in, in, in hallelujah. In winter, it's going to be bad. It's going to be bad very soon. So the Lord let me know also He's going to get us out of here very soon. So we don't have any time. Father God told me we don't. You, time time is over. Time is gone. And so the Lord, in his mercy, keep asking the Father to hold things off. Hold it off, Father. Amen. And to a few souls, more souls that are on his list that need to be saved. Because the Lord has a list. I've seen the list. Praise the Lord. The Lord allowed me to see the list in heaven of the people. I, I can't remember all these names. If you ask me, if my name brother was my name on that list, I could not remember that information. I don't know how many thousands or hundreds of thousands of people were on that list, but I, I only—it was only a few pages. It was not even a, a three hundred or two hundred page book or list, to be more specific. I seen the list. I hold it in my hand. I hold the list of the rapture of the Bride of Christ in my hand in heaven from the hand of Jesus. I said to the Lord, "Let me see the list, Lord." And I hold the list in my hand, and I started going through the page of the list. For instance, so. there's there's a lot of people in those lists. The front and the back of the page full of name, But I tell you something, brothers and sisters, the Lord is is fulfilling that list. He is fulfilling that list. Praise the Lord. And I knew in heaven that only who name is in that list is going home in the ratchet. Because the Lord knows who's going to serve Him, who's going to truly believe in the ratchet. You got churches of thousands upon thousands of people that don't believe in the ratchet. That is so sad. That makes the Lord Jesus so sad. Because God talks about the Ratchet, The Holy Spirit talks about the people about the righteous. Jesus talks to people about the ratchets. I mean, all hell is expecting the righteous. And why are there churches called churches of God down on the third that don't believe in the righteous? What is going on? Why are they not in the same page with Jesus? Why are they not in the page of the Bible with Jesus? Why are they not standing on the word of God with Jesus? What's going on? They have a Bible in their hand, and they don't believe the Bible. It's what they're telling God. When uh-huh. someone said, I don't believe in the rapture, they're saying to God, I don't believe in your word. Oh, what wow. you say in your word is not true. It's what they're saying to God. You know how sad that made Jesus, brothers and sisters? When he himself told me in heaven, when when I questioned the rapture many years ago, and Jesus had told me, I remember Jesus telling me, my rapture is biblical. Brothers and sisters, Jesus had a Bible in his hand. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Those that don't believe in the, in the pre-tribulation are going to taste the post. Praise the Lord. It's like if a meal is being served prior to the food. You know something for you to eat. If you don't believe in that, and you want to wait for the later meal, well, you want to wait. It's your choice. You're choosing to. But the meal is being served. Praise the Lord if you want to wait for the after one. So Jesus said to me with a straight face, serious face. I, I mean, I never seen the Lord so serious. He says to me, "My righteousness it's in my words. It's biblical." He says to me. Brother Jesus, I'm standing there with my, my knee, my feet was shaking as he was talking to me. He had a Bible in his hand, and he went and opened out the Bible. And he went from from through the Bible, look, and started sharing the Bible verse. Look, my rapture is biblical. I go and prepare a place for you. So where I be, you will also be. Hallelujah. If it were not so, I would have told you so. And he, he just started going to the pages. And I'm like, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. I, I couldn't wait until the Lord finished talking to me in heaven for me to come down here and tell the people. He says, tell them that he say my word. Tell them to study my word. I mean, I heard a preacher about saying, this is the word of God. But Jesus, with the Bible, he said, I'm telling him this is his word. That, Oh, God, have mercy. God have mercy, brothers and sisters, on us. God have mercy on humanity. God have mercy on us. Because the God sitting in his throne is serious. He is so serious about his word. He is so serious about his word. I'm telling you, he had a Bible like a preacher in his hand. I mean, I see many preachers on television, radio, internet, everything. But seeing Jesus like a preacher with a Bible, he is a serious preacher, I tell you. He is a serious he is a serious pastor. He don't play around. He don't play around. He's serious. God have mercy. And he says to me, go tell him that it takes my word to study my word, that my word says it's true. Okay, Lord, amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. What else can I say? He's God. I can tell him that what he's telling me is not true. That's what people are telling him around the world the churches. That what God says in his word about the ratchet, about the cut up in the air, is not true. That's what they're saying to his faith.
2: Hmm.
3: God, have mercy.
2: Oh, Father Take God. You Praise I'm the Lord. People. And I'm
3: like, oh, my goodness. You know? He's very serious. Very, very serious about this. Brothers and sisters. You know, I, 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 just, I just want to stand with the Lord with his word and stand on his word and speak the truth. I said, brothers and sisters, and I told people over the year, if you see me saying something wrong, correct me. If you love me, you'll correct me. If I say something wrong or if you thought i say something wrong, email me. Say, brother, you said this, that, that's not biblical. Then if I have you by my side, I'll kiss you. All right. I'm telling you, I thank you for telling me the truth. Don't don't hold back. Don't don't be afraid to tell me the truth. Don't be afraid to tell me you said no. You were wrong about this. That's not that's not in the word. Praise you, Lord. I want to go to heaven. I don't want to go to hell. And if you can help me to go to heaven, help me. Don't let me go to hell. But I know I'm not going there. The Lord promised me taking me home. That's my last revelation. I, the Father says, I asked the Father, you know. Am I going to be here? He said, yes, you'll be here. And Jesus looked at me and said, yes, you'll be here. Amen. That gives me peace. Praise the Lord. I don't trust myself. You trust yourself in this body. You trust yourself. I don't trust myself in this body. This body is fallen. This is the, the falling Adam that ate the fruit in the garden. God told him not to eat from it because in the day you will eat from it, he'll die. Man, and he ate so much food. I think he had food in his in his hair, all over his beard. Praise you, Lord. I only trust Jesus. I don't trust myself. Brothers and sisters, this body is simple. It's falling. If we don't fast, if we don't pray, I, I don't know how can Christian go every day of their life and don't fast. I don't know. I don't know what kind of life they have before God. Some people tell me, oh, I don't fast. And I look at him, what do you mean you don't fast? Death flesh has to be brought under submission, the word of God says. And the only way this flesh is going to come under submission of the Holy Spirit, because the flesh is weak, but the Spirit is willing, is under fasting. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. The only way you're going to bring this flesh under submission of the Holy Spirit through fasting, prayer, sanctification, holiness, and seeking right in it. I don't know any other way. If you know any other way that is in the word of God, send me an email. Send me a letter. Let me know. Thank you, Lord. Because the first work that Jesus rebuked out of the angel in the book of Revelation was his first work. Return to your first work. Work. What do you mean return return to your first love? What are you talking about? Prayer, fasting, sanctification. Hallelujah. So I don't know how else. The only the only way I know is, is the way that Jesus, the way Jesus, when he started his ministry, he fasted for 40 days. And he was led to fast by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit led him to the wilderness to fast. Huh. I don't know where the Holy Spirit is leading you, but he'll lead me to fast. He led Jesus to fast. He led Moses to fast. <laughs> Under the guidance of the Holy Spirit, he leads you to fast. He leads you to prayer. He led you to sanctification. He leads you to seek God. He leads you to seek Jesus. It's what the Holy Spirit is doing. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Brothers and sisters, we are led to seek God. Isaiah 58 is alive every day. The fasting that the Lord has chosen for us. Thank you to we'll break every joke. Thank you, Jesus. It's what we need to do. Praise you, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. God is so awesome. Praise God. In the Word of the Father, yes, master, Yeah, Seek the kingdom of heaven first and every other thing will be added unto you. Thank you, Jesus. That That's exactly seeking the kingdom of God first is what God wants from each and one of us. Hallelujah. Because he knows what's right for us. We don't know anything. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Not everyone that said, Lord, said unto me, Lord, Lord, to enter into the kingdom of heaven, By he that does the will of my Father who is in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, how we now prophesy in thy name, and in thy name cast out devil, in thy name, that many wonderful works. And then, hallelujah, and then will I uh, profess unto them, I never knew you depart from me, ye workers. Of iniquity. Exactly. This is not just about uh, rebuking demons and even preaching the word. This is about the will of God for our life. That's why I had, uh, how many times I don't know how about Jesus now. Praise the Lord about taking me home in the rapture. Remember, he said, You'll be here with me. And I don't know how many times I have asked. I don't trust myself, brother and sister. I only trust Jesus. Praise the Lord. Anyone can fall. Let him. Hallelujah! Praise God! Hallelujah! Thank you, Jesus. Let me let me keep reading the word of God. That is so awesome. Psalms 101. In Isaiah, uh, in Isaiah of the Lord reign in the time of the latter rain. So the Lord shall make bright cloud and give them shower of rain to so everyone. Everyone grass in the field. Bright cloud that talks about holiness. That talks about the Holy Spirit And the last day in people's life, brothers and sisters. Thank you, Jesus. I believe people have seen cloud I've seen clouds of anointing. So I know what the prophet Zachariah is saying. Bright cloud. i seen that in one time in Connecticut, I remember, was that white cloud in front of the pulpit. When the Lord had me preaching, it was such a powerful anointing that people was like, wow, thank you, Lord. You could see the cloud. Praise you, the right white cloud. And give the shower of rain to everyone in the grass and the field. Praise you, Lord. The Lord can do anything. All well, things are possible with God. Brothers and sisters, amen, so what happened in this revelation of the revival? uh we have a lot of listeners in Mexico uh there's a brother in Mexico who speaks uh, good english and 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 understand good English, and what he does in his home, he translate the Lord's hour to the to the people in the village, and people come to his home, lots of people, brothers and sisters, and he translates the Lord's hour to them. And they rejoice, they receive the word and God just touched their heart.
0: Hallelujah.
3: And so this revelation, brother, we go to Mexico, this pastor and I and some other brother, and this pastor had has his daughter's body uh there next to him as he was preaching the word. His, bro- his his daughter has been dead for several over seven days, I knew this. I looked at the body of her daughter, she she, she was no more than eleven, twelve. And her body was completely dry, completely dry, because the 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 flesh was gone. So all you could see was the flesh, I mean, the, the, the meat was gone. You can see the, the skin, the flesh was gone, the skin and the bones. That's all you can see in the body, because those beings over seven days dead. And so the pastor believed that God can resurrect his daughter. A lot of people, even back in the Dominican, they do that sometimes. People who are Christian, who are believers, if a kid dies in a young age, they don't bury it. They, they they either put the box in the living room or they they, they won't bury it because they're waiting for God to, to perform a miracle. Praise you, Lord. And I met a preacher from the Dominican. Who, the Lord used him to raise a, a body of a, of a daughter of a of this home who they put the body right in front of him. Go, here, we have our dead daughter body. If God really uses you, go ahead. Pray for her. And God resurrected that, that child back. Well this time, brothers and sisters, we went to Mexico and this and, and, and this pastor had his daughter body there for over seven days that and I said to the brother and, and, and the that were with me and I said, Let's all spend our hand to to the body and let's pray that God will do a miracle. Brothers and sisters, when we spend our hand to the body, the power of God came through our hand and went into the body of this child. And it was supernatural. I can see the power of God. We can all see the power of God. And, and the girl stand, the, under the power of God, the, body of, uh, the, the power of God, stand this body up straight, and I can see Jesus in the body of her, giving her life. Oh, he's the life. He is the life, I tell you. Hmm.
2: Wow. And,
3: and resurrected his body right in front of everyone. And this revival that is coming. Thank you, Lord. And I'm looking straight to the eyes of the young girl, and I can see Jesus, I looking through the body of this girl to me directly and said, This is what I'm going to do to my servants soon. This is this this is what I'm going to do in this revival. I see the looking at me, talking to me. And I'm like, Oh my goodness. I can literally see the power of God, the anointing. I mean, we talk about the anointing. But a lot of us have not seen the anointing. We have felt it. But it's different when you see it. Now this time I can see the anointing. I can see the power of God in front of me going into the body of this little girl and being resurrected in front of everyone. And people could not stop praising God and thanking Mm -hmm. God
0: for this
3: mighty miracle of God. I don't know how many of you are going to accompany accompany me to Mexico or around the world, but I'm going. I am waiting. I'm going to Central America. I'm going to Colombia, Venezuela, Spain, France, Germany, uh, uh, hallelujah, Chile, Argentina, Mexico. I'm going around the world. Jesus has shown this to me already. I'm going. Israel, I'm going. I don't have any of you coming with me, but if you do come with me, you're going to see the power of God. And if you want to come, just ask the Lord. You don't even need to ask me. You can tell me, brother, I'm going with you, brother Elvie. But we're going there when this revival begins. Whether, in, whether in, in, in a plane, in a train, or in a bus, or in a ship, but we're going there. We're going. I'm telling you that. We're going there, brothers and sisters. Praise mm-hmm. you, Lord. And the Lord let me know this is close. This is soon to happen. Because the tribulation is so close, the revival is going to begin very soon. Thank you, Lord. Praise you God. And I I mean I told the Lord back in Massachusetts before I came here that I needed help. And if I'm gonna deal if I'm gonna deal with hundreds of thousands of people, I need people to come with me. Thank you, Lord. I cannot go do all this work by myself, brothers and sisters. Praise you Lord, because we deal with hundreds of thousands of people takes a lot of work. Praise you, Lord. Jesus had twelve men around him dealing with the multitude. I'm just a man. Less than Jesus. I need help. If Jesus had twelve men. I want twelve thousand men around me. Praise you, Lord, or oh, twelve hundred. Praise you, Jesus. And so we all need the work, brothers and sisters. We need the. We need all need the help. And so I know I'm going around the world. And the Lord already has touched people around the world. The Lord has touched people in Spain, in, in uh, Colombia, and Venezuela, Argentina, Chile, Mexico. People that will unite with us. I mean, I know people with names, but I know their name already. Of people who's gonna work with me in the ministry, brothers and sisters around the world, brothers and sisters, Amen. This work is gonna start soon. When the Lord says go ahead, we're gonna go ahead. We're gonna go on. Thank you, Lord. But I'm waiting on the Lord. I don't see. I'm being invited now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, God. That is so awesome. Amen. We're being invited now. By by people from country I had uh, uh, people from the, from Central America Inviting me I just got an invitation A few minutes ago And I'm telling them I'm waiting on the Lord I'm being invited Around the world brother And sisters And I'm not moving a, I'm not moving an inch Until I wait on the Lord I'm going to wait on the Lord I'm not doing anything Until I wait on the Lord I'm only going to preach Praise the Lord Hallelujah, here with my family. When the Lord says, go ahead, praise you, Lord. We go ahead. We don't go ahead, nothing until the Lord says anything. Praise you, Lord. We're waiting on Jesus. And we'll be wise to wait anyway. We will be wise to wait because the Lord knows what's best for us. Amen. And so the Lord did it mightily. Amen. Uh, Brother Abaddon, go ahead, Brother Abaddon, share.
0: The time the Lord gave you. Hello brothers and sisters, shalom it's it's nice to have my brother Evie in this uh Lord's hour. I just wanna say to you all brothers and sisters, that the, that the Lord, the Lord Jesus, he hears your prayers, he knows he knows when you speak, he, he he knows what you think in your mind. The Lord is awesome, brothers and sisters. The Lord um the Lord just took me to heaven this 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 the night and he and and I tell you the Lord is awesome. He he taught me how to fly, so I've been I've been I've been flying. And after when I've been flying, I uh, saw so many trees, mountains. And I saw this I saw many ancient birds. I said, Lord, you know uh, this bird is so 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 beautiful. It has different colors. And, and then I saw dinosaurs, and uh, the Lord should show me some uh, horses. They are like white horses for each uh, for each brothers and sisters, and uh, I tell you the Lord. Uh, I I I went to the, the the holy temple. I saw so many. Uh, oh, and, you know the Lord just opened the door for me, and I and He just called me in the in the temple, and I saw the Lord Jesus sitting down the throne with His happy smile, like he like He's like so proud to see me. He says. He says, My child Oswaldo, I'm so I'm so you're so loyal, you so you're so holy, you so you're so you're so obedient. You 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 always pray for others, you pray for your brothers and sisters, you pray for your neighbor that you love, you love you love you love everyone that's around you. I said, Yes Lord, because you know I don't want anyone to perish. I don't want anyone to go to hell because you know I want everybody to know that there's a real God that you know God God is is He wants to see us He wants to receive us But you know brother says you know but you know always always please focus on the on the Lord Jesus You know bring glory to Jesus Christ You know He's a He He is an awesome Father He He wants us He wants us to be a baby He wants us to be like a like a baby like a child like a child like But you know the Lord you know he, he He's there because he wants he wants to be with you. He wants to talk to you. He wants to spend time with you, brothers and sisters. You know, the Lord, the Lord, you know, you know, people on the world, you know, they're getting, they're getting very evil, brothers and sisters. The world's getting very, very evil. It's increasing, you know. You know, they are evil scientists. They're doing evil things, you know. Pretty soon, pretty soon, these people they They're going and become evil, you know, like the Bible says what Jesus said, you know man's heart will wax cold, and they, they will not have the love of God in them, they will not have the peace of God inside them, you know they they will become evil like demons they're gonna they they're gonna they can they're going to you know kill people, and you know and i I really don't like I really don't like to see people dying, you know, I don't like people killing one another, you know because you know. You know, because, you know, I want everybody to know, you know, that there's a real God, that, that God, God God, hears your prayers. He receives your prayers. He, he, you only have to have faith, you know, have faith in your heart. You know, God is there. He hears your prayers. He knows how, you, how you're suffering in this, in this world. He knows. He knows what you desired. He knows everything, brothers and sisters. See you see, I I'm so I'm so grateful because you know, I say I say Lord Jesus, you so go- you I bring all the glory to you, Lord God. I bring all the glory. I, I I don't trust myself, Lord Jesus, but I trust you because you know, because I believe in you. I believe all the all the revival that you that you spread around the world, Father God. I see all the miracles you do for the people, Lord Jesus. I see all the peace that you that you pour around the world all the love to to everyone that that you chosen, you know the Father God, you know that's true. What everybody's supposed to say, brothers and sisters, that you know everyone, everyone they're not believing the rapture. The rapture is in the word, is in the word of God. You know what? Yes, yes. The Father Jesus, brothers and sisters, Brother uh, uh, Jesus, Jesus has shown me. He showed me the Bible. He showed me the Bible, you know, He showed me the Bible uh, uh, by, you know, he showed, Jesus showed the Bible between me and Ellie. And the Lord just told us both that the rapture is real, is real. It's real, That, but you need need to have faith. You need to have patience. You need to have hope. You know, there's no more time in heaven. You know, you know Jesus told us also. He also told us, there's no more time. There's no more time in heaven. You know, he's coming very, very soon. Very soon. I cannot. Ma- I cannot tell you. I cannot make updates, and I cannot tell you the hour or day when the Lord is coming. But he's coming very, very soon. You need to have yourself. You need to have your house in order. You need to get yourself prepared, spiritual prepared. You need to have food, water prepared. You have to pray. You. Have to pray, you have to pray. You have to pray to Jesus you have to fast and pray and seek the Lord and pray to the Lord that, that, that the Lord Jesus will protect your family. You need to pray for your family because you never know, you never know your family's going to be left behind the Great Revelation. But if you pray to the Lord Jesus, Jesus will send the many angels to protect them. You know, and, and, and anyway, you know, they will have warning food. You know, they will survive. But I told you the Lord Jesus, brothers and sisters, he also showed me martial law. That the martial law will, will will be declared, and there will be soldiers, military, you know, policemen. They're going to they're going you know they're going to you know house to house, and they're gonna. They, if you escape, if you escape, they're gonna kill you, but they're gonna they're gonna capture you and take you to the female camps. You know the female camps. They are they are prepared. They're already they're preparing ready. They are you know the 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 mark of the beast is really soon it, I could see I could see I could see the debit cards like Bank of America, Citibank, they have the mark of the beast. And 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 and, and it's it that's that means how close that means how close how close that the rapture is, how close as Jesus is, because the 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 mark of the beast is is almost gonna come out, you know, pretty soon. You know, evil. You know, evil is increasing. Many people will become evil pretty soon. You know, the the veil will be broken, and you and everybody will see. Everybody will see those people people tra- uh, transforming to into aliens, into demons. Because you know, the aliens, the demons are giving secrets to the government, giving secrets to the to the military, and you know the in oh, the in the in the president. You know, the, you know, brothers and sisters. We, you know, you, all of you need to repent, you know, repent, believe in Jesus and believe in the gospel of Jesus Christ. You know, Jesus says, Jesus said to the disciple, He's the way, the truth, and the life. No one cannot go to the Father except to Jesus Christ. He's the way, he's the truth, and he's the way, the door to heaven. There is no other way. Just please, brothers and sisters, Jesus is the way to heaven is the only way. He's he will give you eternal life. He will he, he wants he wants to give you a free gift of, of salvation. If you receive if you receive if you see Jesus as your Lord and Savior and you receive his free gift of salvation, you know, God will do so amazing things in your life that you that you will say, Wow You know, God loves me. You know, I, I feel I feel I feel that that God God will not abandon me. That God, God is real. That God is 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 talking to me in, in different ways, That God is here. He, he will not abandon me. He will not abandon me because he will he will send his angel to protect me. Also, the Lord Jesus will he he loves me so much, and I, and and I want to say thanks to Jesus. Yes, I got to say thanks to Jesus because God is that Jesus died on the cross. He's buying the cross and he sacrificed himself for us, for us because you know he says he's a friend of the sinners, but he hates sin. He hates those people who have sin, who love the things in the world. That's why people are 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 deceived. That's what people. That's that's why people are are walking away from God. That's why people are making God, you know, the Father God mad, you know. But 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 you know, Father, you know Jesus. Jesus, he showed me and Brother Albie about the book, you know, the book, the book, you know, and, and brothers and sisters, you know, you know, my name, you know, my, I be, you know, I, you know, I say, Lord, is, Lord, you know, I believe my name isn't in the book and I believe because, the, because, because brothers and sisters, you know how much, you know, I put so much faith in the Lord Jesus, you know, I put Jesus First, in my life, in my heart, and then my family. But, you know, Jesus, Jesus is there for us, brothers and sisters. He's coming very soon. We are about to go home. There's no more time, brothers and sisters. You see, I don't want to be here on this planet. I don't want to be here. I want to be with the Lord. I want to join the things with the Lord Jesus. I want to be with the Father. I want to be with the Lord Jesus. I want to be with the Holy Spirit, you know? When the Holy Spirit, when the Holy Spirit, when we leave and when the Holy Spirit is gone, you know, things in this world will become more evil and more corrupted, you know. I could see, I could see in my dreams that that the evil scientists, they're bringing this this DNA of, of dinosaurs, and they're making, they're making dinosaurs, they're bringing dinosaurs back to life and doing evil brothers and sisters. They're making machines, they're making evil things. You know, the darkness, Satan and the demons are 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 are, are planning to do more more and more evil, you know. And brothers and sisters, you know, this this let's pray to the Lord that, that the Lord will, will will send mighty angels to protect you. And and you know, and I want I want to do this for you, brothers and sisters. I'm gonna pray for you in the name of Jesus. Heavenly Father, I came today in Jesus' name that you Lord Jesus, that you anoint your fire of the Holy Spirit and pour your anointed of the fire of the Holy Spirit upon my brothers and sisters right now, Lord Jesus. I ask you, Lord Jesus, that that, that I pray I pray that you I pray that you send your thousand warrior angels and and minister minister the truth of the gospel of Jesus to the world, to the nation, to to the to the people. That that you open their hearts, Lord Jesus. That you show them the truth. That you're the real God. That you that you up there in heaven watching us, praying for seven. That you always hear us, our prayers. That you always receive our prayers, and that that we will trust in you, Lord Jesus. We give you the glory to you, mighty, mighty Lord, mighty Yeshua, Hamashiach, Lord Jesus. We give you the glory. We give you praise. We give you worship, oh mighty God, Father God. We thank you for this glorious night. That 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 we pray for peace. I pray for peace for Israel and the people of Jerusalem, Father of God, Father, I pray for my daughter Elvy and all my brothers and sisters who are here in the Lord's hour. I pray for them in the name of Jesus, Jesus. I I, I we thank we so thankful and so 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 happy that you bring us joy in our lives. That you bring us that you that you show us happiness in our ourselves that you that, that you are that, that coming back very soon, Lord. We ask you, Lord, to prepare to, to prepare us to remove any unclean righteousness sin of us and wash it and in, cleanse it in, in your precious blood and make us as white as snow. Make us a child of king, creature in Christ. In Yeshua's mighty name I pray. Amen. And I tell you, brothers and sisters, that Jesus is so awesome, brothers and sisters. Jesus is so awesome. He says so many things. He um he I, I also saw brothers and sisters I also saw my brother I, brought, I saw a brother Elvie myself and I saw a brother brother Kevin in heaven. I saw them and they saw me and, and I invite them. I invite them to eat to eat and to drink in my mansion because you know, Jesus Jesus has his Jesus has, Jesus had prepared a mansion for all of us but you know, but Jesus, he, he created my mansion. He, he, um, he built, he built my mansion for 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 all His children. But that the Lord, but the Lord, He, He put so many rooms in my mansion. So I, I invite my daughter Elvie and brother Kevin and all my girls and sisters. That all of you, all of you are invited to sleep in my mansion when we go to heaven that when we when we go to the wedding supper and dine with jesus i I'm re- i really wanna be so very happy to see each one of you in heaven you know we're going we're going to have a girlfriend body the lord jesus would give us he would give us so many gifts he, he's going he's going to he's going to put us to wear those 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 golden crowns i saw in my, in my dreams i saw the lord i saw myself I saw the Lord. He put on my forehead uh, like a golden crown, and I and I saw myself in a, a robe and a garment. And brothers and sisters, I saw myself that I have wings, and the Lord just said that I'm a, I'm like a, a special angel. But brothers and sisters, yes, I'm an angel. I'm a, I'm an archangel. I, I'm the I'm an archangel of my Father, Jesus Christ, and I'm the highest rank. But brothers and sisters, I'm a guardian angel. And 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 the Lord is so amazing. He said I'm also a Jedi master. And he knows he knows my desire. And he, he knows what powers he has stored for me. So brothers and sisters, I will always keep you in my prayers and my heart. But brothers and sisters, I love you guys. I love you all so much. I love my brother Elvie and brother Kevin and all, all who who is hearing me. In the Lord's hour, I love you guys. Be 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 spiritual ready. Get your house in order and, and get prepared because the Lord Jesus is coming very soon. And repent. Repent daily. Believe in Jesus and believe in the gospel. Because brothers and sisters, we are going home. We are going home. Don't lose hope. Have faith. Stay strong in the Lord Jesus. Believe in Jesus. He will rescue you. He will protect you. He will not let anyone touch you. You will will be anointed. There will be an anointed revival pretty soon. I believe what Brother Elvie is saying is, is all true. What he says and what God says to me and to Elvie and to others, that there's no more time. That Jesus is coming very soon. So... So I want to say, brothers and sisters, I love you guys. You know, keep in touch. Pray to, you know, seek the Lord. You know, ask the Lord. You know, that uh, to put, you know, to cover you and and to protect you. And and I tell you, I tell you, brothers and sisters, the Lord. I saw, I saw the Lord. He he came, he came in my room and he slept. He he slept the night with me. And when I saw the Lord, I saw His face, I saw His smile, like His, like when He was He was smiling. And Brother as I told you, I, I heard last night when I was sleeping, I heard a voice, I heard someone calling me. And when I looked back, I heard I I I, I didn't saw I didn't see anyone. I heard someone calling me. Oswaldo, 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 and then I, that I thought it oh that's Jesus. That's what the Lord it was calling me, telling me, you know, telling me to, to to tell you to to tell you brothers and sisters, you know. The Lord tried to tell me until every zapata to say to you brothers and sisters, you know let's repent, you know, repent. You know, there's no more time, you know. Uh, believe in the gospel. Believe what Jesus says, you know. There is a rapture. There is a real rapture, you know please do not do not do not do not make do not make the lord jesus cry do not make don do not make the lord upset please you want you have to please you have to please god you have to make god happy don't make jesus christ cry because you know the father god he doesn't like that you're gonna make you know some people they' try to mock the they're trying to mock jesus christ and they try to they' try to uh Run away from God, and, and the Father God He doesn't like that. He doesn't like that. So you need to be obedient. Don't be disobedient. Listen and listen and obey to Jesus Christ. When He tells you to do something, do it, brothers and sisters. He loves you, and I love you too. And I and I and I I, and I I don't really want anyone to be left behind. I don't want anyone to be perished in the lake of in the lake of fire. But I also wanna to say to you brothers and sisters, please do not receive the mark of the beast. Please I warn you, do not receive the mark of the beast. If you receive the market of the beast, you're gonna be perished. You're, you you will not have the Holy Spirit anymore. You're gonna you're gonna be you're gonna be condemned. But peace, I pray, I pray in the name of Jesus that Jesus could go to, op, to open your ears and to open your eyes and to give you you know, understanding and wisdom. Do not receive the mark of the beast. Because you know because the Lord Jesus told me and Brother Ellie to tell you, do not receive the mark of the beast. Peace. Don't do not receive the mark of the beast. Stay strong in the Lord. No matter if you eat if you eat, you know, if, if you if you're suffering, if you if you if you're dying of hunger, you know, eat food in the trash or 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 die or die by hunger or eat or eat food in the trash that peace do not receive the market the beast. Because because I don't want anyone I want everyone to go to heaven. And that's what I that's what I pray to the Lord Jesus for. I want that's what I pray for the Lord Jesus for for everyone to go to heaven. That I ask the Lord Jesus that I love you guys. I love you so much. And yes, I, I, I ask this to the Lord Jesus for you because because I don't want anyone to be damned. I, I don't want anyone to be perished. I don't want anyone to go to go to hell. I want everyone to go to hell because I love you, brothers and sisters. I have love for you. You know, Jesus, Je- I have the love of Jesus inside my heart. And I love you, brothers and sisters. I love you. I love you. I love you very much. And I hope I hope I hope you understand what, I, what I'm saying to you, and what every Sapata and all the true prophets are saying to you. We're speaking the truth to you because we don't want anyone to be perished. We don't want anyone to be left behind. We want everyone to read the word of God, repent, believe, believe in Jesus, believe in the gospel, and get ready. You know, get ready, going home. Please, I love you guys. So. So, I, so I'm going to say, I love you guys so much.
1: Amen. Amen. Amen.
0: Thank
2: you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I apologize here. Yeah, praise you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Hallelujah. Thank praise you, Lord. You, thank you. Thank you, Brother Boga, for this word. Amen, Brother.
0: Anytime, Brother. And you know, I really mm-hmm. want everybody to understand, you know, because you know, mm-hmm. sometimes they they always they always lose they always lose hope, and you know, they need to need to have patience, you know, and they need to have faith, and they need to know that you know, Jesus is hearing your prayers, and 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 and, and he 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 is receiving your prayers, he he knows what you're thinking, he knows what you what you're about to talk, what you're about to say, or what you're about to speak. He's he's. He's there for you, brothers and sisters. He loves you. Every mm-hmm. me and every we love you, brothers and sisters. We love so very much.
2: Praise you, God! It's all for Jesus, brothers and sisters. I tell you, and I tell you, I seen no bow though when the Lord called him and told him to to help me. Praise the Lord! And and he he the he prayed for me. He pray he really does pray and seek the Lord. And, and talk to the Lord and ask the Lord to really uh, help me and all this because it's, it's difficult. But I saw when the Lord called Baldo and when he came and the Lord told him, go and help my son, go and help him. And he said, yes, I saw his obedience when the Lord called him. And praise you, Lord. It is a mystery what I'm telling you. It is a mystery. You can seek it out from the Lord. It is a mystery what we're telling you. I know Obado did go on and say it, but we're talking about mystery from heaven. Some people may not understand enough, but they will understand it later. Uh, Brother Calvin also said he saw me in the garden. I was so beautiful on Thursday. I I meant to call him to talk about it with him. I hope he's listening tonight. Brother Calvin saw me and Obado, Obado saw him and I, and I don't know if he saw both of us, but we were yeah, together so in the told, garden, brothers, oh man, so that was so beautiful, so beautiful, amen, that we were in the garden god and and praise you, Lord, uh, God told me that he wants to bring his children there, the people there,
3: and that's why he was giving me that message for me to come and tell the people about the garden He wants to bring. His children, dear. He talked about you, my brothers and sisters. To me, you know, he he didn't talk to me about me. He talked to me. He talked to me about you, his children, that he loves and cares so much. So if you th- if you think that that you are for forgotten, not true. Your father in heaven loves you, and cares for you. Praise you, Lord. He loves you, and he cares for you so much. Jesus, too, and the Holy Spirit. I mean, when Father God was talking to me, the Holy Spirit was right there in front of me, and the Lord was next to me. My goodness, there were angels, brothers and sisters, the mighty angels. Shalom there, Noah. And it was incredible, incredible, that
2: garden, brothers and sisters. My goodness, God is so good. The God we serve,
3: he is God. And when I say I don't trust myself, because in my own struggles, brothers and sisters, I have made mistakes, and 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 maybe I think harder on myself. You know, I'm like Paul. You know, I don't say I'm there yet, but I'm looking forward to being with the Lord. I don't want nothing else than being with the Lord. Even the Lord told me, if if you want to stay, you can choose to stay. But I don't want to stay down here for what, brothers and sisters? What is down here better than heaven? Nothing. We belong in heaven with our God, with our Father. My Father loves us.
0: Amen, amen. He
3: loves us. So much. Jesus. Why would you stay? Why would you not go? This morning, it was incredible. Because the Lord had told me, I remember that I asked the Lord, "What what part of the Bible can I use like an explain better the tribulation to come?" Matthew twenty four doesn't say much. Daniel, although I have read it so many times, and I have to explain it little by little. There's a lot of information there. I said, "What else?" And the Lord says, "Job, Job test." I said, "Oh wow." It didn't even pass across my mind, and the Lord says Joel. And and I w- I want to go into the book of Joel, and I want to share to you there what what are the things that people are going to encounter in the tribulation to come. Uh, in Joel chapter one, we read that Joel was a prosperous man by God, and he was uphold to be. A righteous man. The Bible says that there was a man in the land of Uz whose name was Job, and that man was perfect and upright, and one who feared God and schemed evil. In other words, Job had nothing to do with sin, or wanted nothing to do with sin. That's what that's how Job's life was, brothers and sisters. He wanted nothing to do with sin. He was seeking righteousness and holiness before God. Thank you, Jesus. And the Bible says there was born unto him seven sons and three daughters. Thank you, Lord. But I want you to notice something. That one of the sons of Job, the first one, was an age to be married, to have his own family. And look at the rest of them dead. Hallelujah. And let me go on. Praise your Lord. And his son went and feast in their house their house, not in the house of Job. And every one on his day he sent and called for the for the for the three sisters to eat and to drink with them. Praise your Lord. Another translation said the old one. Call for them. This one I don't know why that's on this one It's not saying that. Let me let me look up the
2: Geneva and I just give you more explanation. 'cause I was reading in another translation. Thank you Lord, God is so awesome. Thank you, Jesus. Praise your Lord. Praise God.
3: So they, they met uh, and his son went and banqueted the house and everyone in his on his day and sent called for the three to eat and drink with them for the three sisters. So the son at a garter normally some went to eat by themselves, but this this sounds invited her sister, brothers and sisters, to drink with them. So in their mind, was now looking to be faithful to God. They were not looking to be with God or faithful to God. Although Joah, but now his sons and daughters, brothers and sisters. And everyone had to give God an account for their own sin. Even though if your mother and your father pray for you, or you pray for them, they have to give an account for their own sins. You have to give an account for your own sins. I have to give an account. We all, salvation is individual. It's personal with God. The a relationship with Him we have. Praise your Lord. Verse 5. And when the day of the banquet were about, Job sent and sanctified them. So mm-hmm. Job knew that they were not walking right with God. But Job... Then not condemn them. That's why you need to be careful about condemning people because that's what a lot of people like to do. But that's not going to help the other person. The person. The other person might be drinking, might be doing things not pleasing to God. Don't focus on their mistake. Just tell them to repent. Tell them to repent. Tell them to see God. Tell them to come to the feet of Jesus. Don't judge them. That's what a lot of people do. And that's not gonna help anyone. By you judging people, it's not going to help. The best thing you can say to someone is repent to the Lord Jesus and seek the Lord. Thank you, Lord. And Joe was this type of Christian. Sanctified and rose early in the morning, offered burnt offering according to the to the number of them. What did Joe do? He made offerings repenting to God, praise you God, fasting, fast for them. You can fast for people who are doing the wrong things, making the poor choices. Praise you God, do that fast for them. For Joe thought it may be that my sons have sinned and blessing God in their hearts, though they do they every day. Brother L.B., how long should I do this for my sons and daughters, for my family? Well, Job did it every day. Take that as an example. Do it every day. Jesus prayed for his disciples every day. To so the day he was taking them. And he's still praying for them. I someone. He's still praying for you and I. Jesus entered before the Father continuously, the word of God says in Hebrew. He don't stop. He doesn't say, well, today I'm not going to pray for my son's and daughters because they are doing good. No. Joe said they might have sinned against God in their heart. I don't know. God forgive them.
1: Please
3: have mercy on them. That was our brother Joe. Thank you, Lord. Pray for your family. Don't criticize them. Don't condemn them. Praise the Lord. Jesus doesn't do that for you. When you sin, you know what Jesus does? He have mercy on you. His grace is sufficient. Thank you, Lord. Verse 6. Now on the day when the children of God came and stood before the Lord, Satan came also among them. There came the angels of God before God. Hallelujah. To present before their father. And who was among them? Satan. Satan is among the church today. God have mercy. Praise to the Lord. That's why people cannot get along. Pastors cannot get along. Satan is among the church. Praise the Lord. But the word of God says, resist the devil and he will flee from you. It don't matter if Satan comes between you and your wife. Resist the devil. Resist to argue. Resist to argue. Resist to offend your wife. Resist to offend your husband. It is easy to offend. I can say something that will offend my wife. Now, Can you say I'm sorry? You see the difference? That's why I tell you I don't trust myself because I make mistakes. We will offend one another. But Jesus said, Forgive one another also. See, because we were offended. The part is, can you say I'm sorry? Sorry for offending you. Thank you, Lord, because we were all offended in words. Brothers and sisters, you will offend your brother. You will offend your sister. Learn to say, I'm sorry. Forgive one another, says the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Verse 7. Then the Lord said unto Satan, because Why did the Lord say unto Satan? Because the angel may not see him, but God saw him. God saw him. The Lord said unto Satan, When hence come thou, art, from where do you come? And Satan answered the Lord, saying, For Come passing the earth to and fro and walking in it. Oh, no, Satan is a spirit. He's just in hell. He's not around here. Why are you always rebuking him? Hello, read the word of God. He will to and fro, but not only to and fro, not just flying from one part of the earth to another. What else was Satan doing? He was walking on the earth. <laughs> In the word of God, I'm, I'm not telling you a story. I'm telling you the word of God. He was not flying from one corner to another. He was also walking on the earth. He walks on this earth, brothers and sisters. He's bad. He's evil. He's bad news. I'm telling you, he's bad news. Do not trust him for a minute. Thank you, Lord. He came to kill, still, and destroy. There he was, not just flying from here to heaven. He was walking on the earth. Praise you, God. God, have mercy. Verse eight. The Lord said unto Satan, "Have thou not considered my servant Job? Is like him on the earth, upright and just man, one that fear God and skin evil." What is God saying about Job? You know, when you do good, when you repent, when you see God, God notices you. Not only God. People say, oh, be careful what you do. God is watching you. Don't go drinking there. Don't be. God only doesn't watch the evil you do, God also watches the good that you do. Praise you, Lord. Don't make my father to be a bad father. My father is good. God is good, and he's always good. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, God. You will not receive nothing evil from Father God. Hallelujah. Not only that he saw Satan, he also saw Job seeking him. Praise you, Lord, seeking righteousness. He saw when he prayed, he saw when he repented, he saw when he was seeking God. He know, God knew that Job was our Job was repenting. Oh, I think of Jesus. He noticed those good things about Job. People don't notice the good things about you. They notice the bad thing to criticize you. maybe if you talked to some of your neighbors, they would have told you that they seen Job said a bad word one day. Oh, I heard when he said about bad word one day. I don't know about him, but God said he was an upright man. And there goes the neighbor criticizing Job. God have mercy on people. God have mercy. Praise you, Lord, because men like to put men down, criticizing, but not God. Thank you, Lord. When you repent, God forgives your sin. And when He forgives, He doesn't remember them no more. Your neighbor will remember, but not God. The devil will remember, but not God. God forget about it. When you repent, God says, Forget about it. He leaves it behind. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Verse nine. And Satan answered the Lord and said, Thou fear God for now. In other words, Satan said that, oh, that Joe feared you, and, 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 and hallelujah, for nothing. You're giving him something. That's why he feared you. No, that's not why Joe feared God, because of something. Praise you, Lord. A lot of us have practically nothing. to are the Lord. So we're not serving the Lord for what the Lord has given us. We're serving the Lord because we love him. That's why we love him. Praise you, Lord. I never had any richness, I never had a lot of money, and I still don't, but I still love God. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Verse 10. Have thou not made a hedge about him and about his house and about all that he had on every side, and how have blessed the work of his hand and the sustenance of his land? Brothers and sisters. Satan was telling God that Joe fear him for all the things he has given him. Praise you, God. There's the devil focused on material. A lot of people focus on material. Why has God given you all this year? You've been a Christian for so long. What he has given you, they say? Oh, they focus on material. They are focused on material. There's the devil focused on material. Oh, He's serving you because He has given you money, a big mansions. A lot of land, a lot of house, look at all these children you have ten children, Joe, ten children, and look at all the money you have that's why you that's that's why he's serving you, God, but now comes the test He needed to be tested when people go into the tribulation, what the Lord is letting me to understand this morning, everything they have will be taken away from them. your money, your bank account, you're gonna loosen the tribulation, your house. Your job, everything you have, you're going to have to, you're going to lose it. I'm sorry, but I got to tell you this. Because the Lord told me that Joe was a type of the tribulation. When people go into the tribulation, those that are not looking forward for the rapture are going to lose everything. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen, mama. They're going to lose everything. Praise you, Lord. Everything they have. The little. He gave he gave four, five talents to four. To one he gave five. To the other one he gave I think it was three, two, and one. The one he gave one talent to, he buried it. He buried the one. And, and and the Lord said, Take the one into the one the one that he gave five to, he multiplied for another five. He said, Give it to him. Praise you, Lord. Hallelujah. The devil is putting fear into people. And the one talent they have, they are burying it under the earth. People are afraid, afraid to preach, afraid to tell anyone about Jesus. Praise you, Lord. God has given them time to preach to those souls for them to repent to the lost. The harvest is plenty, but the labors are few, says the Lord. The harvest is plenty. You. But some people are so afraid to talk about Jesus. And they don't understand that souls souls are in darkness. They need the light of Jesus to be for the light to be lit up, brothers and sisters. They need the Lord. They need the Lord. Everything they have, people are going to lose in the tribulation. This is what God is going to say to Satan as soon as the tribulation begins. But stretch out thy hand and touch all that he had to see if he were not blasphemed indeed into thy face as Satan to God. Sorry, with Satan to God. Praise you, Lord. And now the Lord speaks. Then the Lord said unto Satan, Lo, okay, oh. <clears throat> all that he had is in thy hand, only upon himself, his soul. So thou now stretch out thy hand. So Satan departed from the presence of the Lord. How many times you hear a preacher? Satan cannot be in the presence of the Lord. That's not biblical. Biblical is that yes, he can be in the presence of the Lord. <laughs> let's be let's stand on the rock, brothers and sisters. Let's stand on the rock. I heard many preachers, the devil cannot be in the presence of the Lord. Yes, he can. Look what the Bible says. So Satan departed from the presence of the Lord. What was the oldest sign talking to God? Presence of the Lord. Oh God,
2: have mercy. Oh God, have mercy. People are telling people the
3: contrary. Stand on the word. Stand on the word. Praise God. So the so then the Lord said unto Satan, Lo, there you have it, and all that he had is in thy hand. That's what he's going to say to the people in the tribulation. Those that are believers, that are not ready for the rapture, so they're caught up in the air. God's going to say to the devil, here they are in your hand. Satan, stretch out thy hand. Try thy hand. And Satan is going to depart from the presence of the Lord to go attack people. That's why the Lord showed me. I remember people saying, Oh, you know, I have many people, minister people that knows the word maybe better than I. They said to me, Albie, they email me these messages, so beautiful messages, college, you know, uh, uh, college degree people, you know, uh, man, they're so smart, you know. Praise God for all that knowledge. But let me tell you something. This is what they said to me. Albie, the tribulation uh, will be... Three and a half peaceful years, and then three and a half great tribulation, the Bible calls it. And, you know, I I prayed about these things. One one night, the Lord takes me out for me me to see what the Father is going to allow after the first day of the tribulation. I've been maybe three times in the first day of the tribulation. At this time, people were going to the theater. I, I wish I could remember the movie people went to watch. It looks like people went to watch a real fun movie. One of these movies that are about to come out sometime. The, but this movie had a lot of people that they went that day. The theater was full. This theater must have been, I don't know, 800 or more people on that night. So the, no, it must have been over 1,000 or 2. And that, it was one of the largest theaters. You know, they got these theater in New York, uh, California and many other states. The Lord took me there, and I was there. Ordered aside, the and I see these demons coming from the heavenly places to the earth by millions. And people coming out of the theater, the tribulation began, and they start looking up to the air and The, the demons started getting into people, immediately attacking people with su- such an evil. And people were yelling, running, trying to get these demons out of it. They could not, because they they have, not have the power. So when they rebuke them in Jesus' name, the demon will obey them. Not anymore. Brothers and sisters, I have Christians telling me that if they stay in the tribulation, they're going to rebuke these demons. All I can say is good luck. Praise you, Lord. Because the power in our life, it is the Holy Spirit. name says, thou shall receive power when the Holy Spirit come upon thee. Good luck without the Holy Spirit. Good luck. Good luck is all I can say. Praise the Lord. Because these people look like they wanted to rebuke these demons. But the demon mocked them and made fun of them and attacked them. Brutally. Brothers and sisters. So that changed my whole idea about the three for years. It will be seven years, like Jesus said in Matthew 24, that it will be a time like it never was and like it never be again. Hallelujah. Now, just to give you an explanation how bad the tribulation is going to be, I can take you to Revelation 20. After the tribulation, Satan, after the after the thousand years, Satan is going to be released for a short season. And he goes to see the nation, God in Magon, to come against the holy city, Jerusalem. Now, he comes with billions of people to go to Israel and attack them. I mean, they come in to murder everyone. Well, that cannot compare to the tribulation. Murdering people cannot compare to the tribulation. Although fire comes from heaven and consume them. (laughs) That sounds like a God party. Praise you, Lord. What a party is going to be? Fire comes from heaven and consume them? Oh, God. As soon as they step up here in Jerusalem, fire comes from heaven and consume them. My goodness. I hope I have my my Canon camera that they recording that. Because that's going to be such a beautiful image. A beautiful picture to keep. Fire comes forever and consumes. Because I mean to take I miss to take the picture back in the times of law when the fire came down. God have mercy. I'm telling you, the time is coming. Praise your Lord and God is serious. God is serious, my brothers and sisters. God is serious. Praise your Lord. And another day, one day and a day and a day. When his son and his daughter were eating and drinking wine in the eldest brother's house. There you go. This is where they were. The elder was already married. He had his own house already, brothers and sisters. His own house. And they were drinking, you know. It's what the people say today. today. They were having a good time. They were having a good time. Praise the Lord. But the devil knows that he had but a short sure time, Revelation 12 says you think that if he has a church time and God can allow him to torment people for seven years, he's not going to take advantage of that? So let's see what happens if he took advantage of Job's family. Now that God allowed him to touch them. God said, go ahead, stretch your hand, Satan. Oh, Satan has a long hand, and he's going to strike them. And that day, When the sons and daughters were eating and drinking wine in the eldest brother's house, what happened? What happened with our party? Verse 14. There came a message unto Jordan and said the oxen were plowing and the axes feeding on their place. And the saw being came violently. I think that was a tornado, some kind of tornado or something. Violently and took them. Yay. They have slain their servant with a sword. Oh, no, I, I, the salve being. I remember. Okay. The the salve being. It was a word that I read before. These these were the the havesite the Hittite. These were the generation of demons that God told Moses in, in Exodus chapter 3 that he was going to, he was going to kill before, remove is the word. He was going to remove them. Hallelujah. Arabians, Arabians. Praise the Lord. He was going to remove from before them. Remove from before them is what God told Moses brothers and sisters, and Exodus so these were like the descendants, descendants of these people. Praise you, Lord. In the other study that I that I went through, let, let me look it up real quick. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Because God told, let me tell you what happened here. Okay, here it is. Uh, they, the Lord, there's a therefore, there I, uh, I say, I will bring you out of the affliction of eden to the land of the Canaanites, the Hepatites, the Amorites, the Perizzite, and the Hivite. And then we say unto the land of four with milk and honey. Thank you, Lord. Let me see. Praise you, God. And God said he was going to remove them. Praise you, God. All these enemies from before the Israelites. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. He was bringing them to this land. But we know that God was bringing them to the land. But in that land that God was bringing them to, brothers and sisters, where, where, these these kind of people Were there in our the land Praise you Lord And God said to the people That he was going to, to remove these people From from before them Before they came into the land God said he was going to remove them But because the children of Israel Were so disobedient To God That God did not destroy all these demons From before them Thank you Lord God did promise he was going to remove them. He did promise. Hallelujah. Amen. God did promise he was going to remove them. But he did not remove them all. Why? Because of the disobedience of Israel. Hallelujah. See, God can make you a promise. But all stand in obedience, brothers and sisters. A lot of people, they question this a lot. They said, why did not God deny? He promised me he would do this, but why have he not done this? Praise you Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Uh, here it is, Isaiah forty five fourteen. Thus said the Lord, the labor of vision, the merchandise of the Ethiopian and the Sabians, men of all stature should come unto thee, they should be dying, they should follow thee and should go into shame, they should fall fall down before thee and make supplication unto thee, saying, Surely God is in thee, there is none other God beside them, then Joel three A and I must sell your sons and your daughters into the hand of the children of Judah, and they shall send them to the Sh- Sabaeans, to to a people far off. For so the Lord has spoken it. You see, these these were not people of God. Praise your Lord. God said He was going to destroy them. That's why I have to look it up. Praise you. I I had I had I had seen this before. So I have talked about this earlier. Praise you, Lord. So I have to look it up. Thank you, Jesus. Not seen, but talked about it earlier. Brothers and sisters. So God said he was going to, to, praise you God, remove them from among them. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. So he stretched out his hand. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. So those the, then the Sabean came by and took them. They have slain thy servants with, a, with the edge of the sword, but only I escaped all alone unto thee. Verse 16. And while he was yet speaking, another came and said, the fire of God is falling from the heaven, that burn up the sheep and the servants, devour them, but only I escape alone to tell you. Look how some one person escaped. Brothers and sisters, let me tell you what that God been saying through the prophet Ephraim. This stone that is gonna come from heaven and many other stones, when they hit a solar system, they're gonna turn into fire before they hit the earth. That's what that, that's what he's seeing, the fire coming from heaven, to consume them. Scientists are studying that the earth has been hit by meteors for thousands of years, maybe millions, brothers and sisters. So these these fires that they described, brothers and sisters, could have been meteors. Hey, God has the power, of course, to bring fire from heaven. But these meteors have been hitting the earth for a long time. And there's a lot of proof, even in the United States, in the Arizona Wilderness, you can go and see and, and see holes that these stones have made for thousands of more, a year more, or million, brothers and sisters. Praise you, praise you, Lord. So while he was speaking, another came and said, "The fire of God is falling from heaven." Someone, someone was blaming God right away. Praise you, Lord. They were blaming God. They were they didn't know this was the work of Satan. They didn't know what was going on. Satan talking with God about this, and Satan stretching it in. This was the work of the devil. And who were they blaming? God. They were blaming God. That's why he's written in the Word of God for our information. Hallelujah. And you're going to see Joe said that good will only come from God but no evil. So this evil did not come from God. It came from the devil. That's what a lot of people miss to understand. Hallelujah. So he said God is for it sold him from the heaven and had burned out the sheep and the servant and the them but all the eyes came along the tide of these was not messenger from God. So, can someone listen please? This was not messenger from God. This was be was, a messenger for God It's a true messenger, not a false messenger. Pay attention to what he said. He said it was God that did this. It was God that killed his sheep. and, and, in and his servants and devour them. See, this messenger, this these demons are telling Job that God was killing his sheep, his servants, and destroy everything he had. It was not God, it was a devil. The only one that comes to kill, still and destroy the devil. But Jesus only came to give life and to give it abundantly. Brothers and sisters. Thank you, Lord. That's why you need to pay attention to what the servant is saying. This is not a servant of God. He is not a servant of God. Praise you, good, but it's in the word of God because it happened. Even if the devil talks to you and it says, written, it's written, everything the devil said is written there. When he talks to God, it's written because it happens. It's true. He does say those things. The servant did say those things. And if I would, and by only I is came along to tell you Praise you Lord, God have mercy. Verse seventeen. And while he was yet speaking, another came. Boy, if Job's servants cannot escape the fire. How many people can walk through fire that you and I know in this body? I don't know anyone that can walk through fire for that long. Well these messengers came through the fire, escaped the fire. Somehow they went to the fire, and the fire did not burn them. How did that happen? Unless they were demons. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. While well, he was speaking, another came into the said, and said, I'm on, uh, on three men, and fell upon the camel, and had taken them, and, and, and has slain the servant with the edge of the sword, but only I escaped alone to tell thee. What a coincidence that he was only one in, the, in this, Healing that escape. In other words they didn't they didn't do anything to me. They did it to them but not to me. Praise you Lord. Praise another messenger. Verse 18. And while he was yet speaking came another and said, Thy son and thy daughter were eating and drinking wine in their eldest brother's house. They had a specific information to give Job. Why was the devil looking forward? The high joker's curse God, brothers and sisters. Sister. That's what the devil wanted. When you are in trial, in hard trial and testing, and people come to you to give you a message, I'm going to give you an advice. Be careful. Be careful. The devil got his own. The devil got his own. The devil got his own messenger. A messenger for the devil is not going to give you good news. It's going to give you bad news. How many messengers, messengers did the Lord send to give these type of message? Praise the Lord. Unless it was a prophet of the Lord. Unless it was someone God was used. So Drag, Misaki, and Abednego were princes in, in, hallelujah, back in Jerusalem. They were the people of God. And that's why God delivered them from the fire. I'm not saying God cannot not deliver these men from the fire. Praise your Lord. But they were blaming God. to Sadrach, Mesak, and Abednego were not blaming God. They say even if God won't deliver us, we won't worship thy statues or to the king. Praise your Lord. Not these sermons. Praise your Lord. They were these sermons are completely negative. Remember that this is a test of the devil unto Job. Hallelujah. Joel was being tested. I tell you something you will you will be going through a hard test in your life that the devil will allow that God will allow the devil to test you, and you will have a family member come and curse you and tell you to curse your God, tell you to walk away from your faith and to never go back to God anymore and you'll be like, What the devil will use them and they're not thinking God, I'm telling you this happened to a lot of people, a lot of family, praise your Lord you need to be careful praise you, Lord verse 19 and behold there came a great wind from beyond the wilderness it's not the four corners of the house which fell upon the children and, and they are dead and only I escape alone to tell Sadie to these were all bad news brothers and sisters be careful with bad news praise you, Lord pray about everything you hear that is coming against you just pray But a lot of people, I want to focus this on the tribulation because the Lord told me. Brothers and sisters, there's a lot of people going in the tribulation that are not ready for the rapture. They are going to lose everything. The devil, God is going to allow the devil to take everything from their house, their sons and daughters, their family. I heard this prophet said years ago, the Lord took her to the tribulation and she saw mothers who had children born in the tribulation. She saw how they grabbed their children and hit them against the wall for them to take the mark of the beast on the handle on the forehead. And they screamed, no, don't do this to my children. And these people from the government said, if you don't take this mark, we're going to kill your children the child and they hit the child against the wall and throw the body of the child on the floor like nothing this this woman of God saw women that were praying it, seven and eight months praying it in the tribulation and she saw how they took a funnel and put it on her mouth and they said to her are you going to take the mark of the beast or no the beast or no and she said, no. And she saw how they grabbed a, a, a gallon of water and started pouring the water to the father, to the mouth of the mother, praying it. And, and the water was practically coming out through her nose and through everywhere. And the woman was she saying, no, I cannot take it anymore. And they said, we'll, we'll kill you this way and torment you this way if you don't take this mark. He saw a pastor who the congregation grabbed him, put him against the wall and started punching him. They threw him on the floor and started kicking him. And they kept saying to him, because you preach to us against the rapture. You did not tell us the truth. We could have escaped, but you did not preach us the truth. And they started pulling him from his hand and his feet a multitude of people until his arm was coming out of place. All these people pulling in different ways. And the, armor, and the pastor screamed, and said, have mercy. Please, it hurts. It hurts. Please let me go. I'm sorry. I didn't preach the truth. I deceive you. And the people kept saying to the pastor, you're going to pay for this. You're going to pay for this for your own life. But you know why? The pastor will not die. They ripped his head and feet from his body. And the pastor... Cream in agony, in total pain. But death flee for him. He wanted to die, but they were not in business anymore. Brothers and sisters, this is the true fact of the tribulation. It is about to begin. Every single life that stay behind in the tribulation, it doesn't matter if you're a war tree person, if you work in a warehouse, it doesn't matter what position you have in the world, how much money you have in the world, Life is about to change for everybody. Everyone's life who stays behind is about to change. It's not going to be the same When job tribulation began, his life was not the same. He lost his prosperity. He lost his sheep as an animal. Oh, he had thousands of them. He lost them all. He lost his mansion. Oh, what a beautiful mansion you have! With such so much money, he had. He lost it all. He lost his own children. His own children were murdered, were killed. Brothers and sisters, it's the same thing the Lord says to me that people are going to experience in the tribulation. Nothing less, nothing less, but even more are about to encounter. If you think this message tonight is not important. It is a uh, most important this morning, I was surprised by what Jesus did to me. He took me into the tribulation by force. I was not praying for this. I did not have this in my mind, neither in my heart, and Jesus in prayer took me into the tribulation, and there's nothing I could say or do but repent He wanted me to experience the tribulation this morning. So I can come here tonight and tell the people about it. I did not have this plan. There was not this was not plan on my message, but it was his plan for me to come here tonight and tell the world how horrible it's going to be. it's going to be such a tribulation, like it never been Jesus said in Matthew twenty four, and like it never will be again, brothers and sisters. People have no idea what they are about to encounter. It's going to be a horrible, horrible tribulation. If you know that you have not been walking right with the Lord, if you know you have not been repenting as the Lord has been telling you to, praise your Lord. Sister, what happened is, a lot of people have asked me the same question you're asking me. Yes, the Lord is going to take those children before the tribulation in the rapture. But people will continue to have baby in the tribulations. And it's not going to be for good. Those are the baby, mother, after the first day of the tribulation, they get pregnant. And what do you think happens? Oh, God, I, I don't, I mean, if you got to see it to see what I'm talking about. It's horrible. People have read it to me an email what they have experienced in the tribulation and they say, Brother Helby, you're only telling people basically a little of how great the tribulation is gonna be. And I said, Well, I'm doing what I can, you know. I'm preaching the Lord message. To, I I probably telling people a little, yes. Praise the Lord, and I hope a few people understand. Praise the Lord. Life is gonna continue. The only thing is gonna change completely. Life, the Lord, is God is not going to have this nonsense that people have now. The nonsense is about to end. If you know you're not working right with God, start repenting like you never had. I was choking. I was begging for my own soul, brothers and sisters. He did this to me in prayer. I was not expecting. it. He didn't tell me before he was going to do this to me. He just went and said, he's my God. What else can I say? And I was begging there, repenting. Because dad was all over. Dad's going to be all over the tribulation, brothers and sisters. And dad cannot wait. I can sense dad to want to take over now. But the, the power of Jesus holding dad back, he has no power in heaven and earth. And dad cannot take over. But dad wants to take over which is what the Lord is letting me see. Dad is practically begging the Lord to let him take over. These evil angels of dad, hell wants to take over. The devil wants to take over. But the Lord is not letting them yet. You having them wait. When he takes it right out, they, they, they can go ahead and take over. Because Father God is so angry that this is what's going to happen exactly. Brothers and sisters, what did God say to Joe? I'm sorry, to Satan? Satan, stay your head. And what did the devil do? Oh, I'm not going to do that. No, he immediately went from the presence of the Lord to do it, to do his evil. All oh, the devil knows how to do his evil, and it's all what he wants to do. He he want to do nothing else but evil. Kill, steal, and destroy. That's what he's going to do to the people. Especially to those that Christians that stay behind. Oh, God have mercy. Oh, God have mercy. Verse 20. Then Job arose. Job stands. Run his garment. Tore his garment. Shave his head. Praise you, Lord. He, He had beautiful hair, I imagine. He shaved it off. Fell down upon the, upon the ground. Went on his knees. And worshiped. Oh God, he was faithful. Oh God, that he feared God. Oh, thank you God for people like Joel. And he said, naked. I came out of my mother's womb. And naked to I return. Either. Then the Lord has given. And the Lord has taken it. Blessed be the name of the Lord.
0: It was so faithful.
3: Thanks the Lord. And all then Joe sinned. No, charge God. Foolishly. Foolishly. He did not say it in God's fault. Like the messenger. They blamed God. Joe did not do that. Joe was wise. Joe was a wise virgin. And that's exactly what a wise virgin do. Repent. Thank you, Lord. Chapter 2, verse 1. And on the day the children of God came and stood before the Lord, and Satan came also among them and stood, stood before the Lord. Praise you, God. Have mercy. And the Lord said unto Satan, For when hath come thou? And Satan answered the Lord. Instead, for compassing the earth to and fro and walking on it. Not only he fly back and forward, he also walk on this earth. He walk on this earth. Praise your Lord. That's why there's so much evil. The devil was around like a lion, They're looking to whom to devour. He's walking around, brothers and sisters. God have mercy. Verse 3, and the Lord said unto Satan, has thou not considered my servant Job? How is none like him on the earth? And some people say, but why does God keep coming against Job? Because Job is a type of the tribulation. God is angry, my friend. God is angry, my brother and sister. He's going to come against people who did not receive his son. Who did not Receive it done. Who did not receive what Jesus did on the cross? The Father God is so angry because He's giving people salvation for free as a gift. And they are rejecting it. And that makes God so angry. It is a free gift. And even though it is free, people keep rejecting the gift, of salvation. They don't want to receive it, they don't want to hold to it. They don't want to repent. So God is saying, if the devil is what they want, I am giving them the devil completely. Let's see if serving the devil will will please them. Oh, it's not going to please anyone. Because the devil will start killing, stealing, and destroying humanity. That's exactly what's going to happen for seven years. They want the devil. God is going to give it to them. Now let them have it. Let's see what happened at the end. Exactly what's going to happen. They don't want to obey God's commandment now. They don't want to submit their life to God right now. They don't want to turn away from sin. God can let the have the devil in. Praise the Lord said unto Satan, How thou not consider my servant Joel, how none is like him on the earth, upright men, one who fear God and scheme evil. For ye then continue the uprightness, although thou moved me against him, destroy him without cost and Satan answered the Lord and said skin for skin and all that ever man had what he give for his life this skin for skin hallelujah and leprosy that's what that skin for skin is leprosy It's it's a skin disease when Jesus began says the book of Mark he went In the time of Jesus, before he began his ministry, Jerusalem was divided into the upper and the lower. And the lower was full of leprosy, hundreds of thousands of them. And people would not go to the lower part of Jerusalem because it was full of lepers. Brothers and sisters, when Jesus began his ministry, he went to the lepers and began to touch them. And people were afraid. People started criticizing him for touching the lepers. And he began to heal them. The lepers, he started going away. The only time the lepers came out of the downtown into the walkway that people going to work was to beg people for money so they could get something to eat, brothers and sisters. Jesus began to encounter the lepers and touch them and heal them, brothers and sisters. Praise you. No one ever had done this early in the time of Elisha and the people that what with God. But by the time Jesus came, the priests were not doing their job. They were not close to God as they should. So they were not cleansing the lepers, brothers and sisters, as they should. So when Jesus came, these Bible believers started preaching the Bible to Jesus. They knew the Bible. But they did not keep the word. Like Jesus did. Thank you, Lord. He healed them all. Not one leper that came to Jesus continued to be sick. He heals them, brothers and sisters. He heals them. Praise! You. He had compassion on them. The word says he's a merciful God. He's a good God. He's a great God. No one like our Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, God. So Satan answered the Lord and said, "Skin for skin, all the men ever had. What will, will, will he gave for his life." Praise the Lord. In other words people for a miracle or healing will give the life for. If there's a medicine for healing, they'll give the life for. People are seeking medication for the healing now. Instead of seeking Jesus. And they're not considering God for healing. They consider all kinds of doctors and medication, but not the Lord. They pay all kinds of money to the doctors. And they think they're gonna get better. God have mercy. Praise the Lord. God have mercy. Verse 5. But stretch out now thy hand against says God, to Satan. And touch his bones and, flesh, and his flesh. To see it, he will now bless him thee in thy face. Look what Satan is looking to touch on the life of Jonah. His bone and his flesh. In the tribulation, I saw people like they had leprosy. All over the land. I wonder about this. I said, "Why are these people with leprosy?" But now I understand. The Lord told me it would be like Job. Now I I'm getting the word now. I, I get it now. The devil was going to go out, send his demon, and begin to touch people. Their bones are going to hurt like hell. The flesh is going to go back like lepers. Skin for skin, they're going to scratch the skin in the tribulation, and there will be no cure. And death going to flee from them. It's going to be a living hell, is the word, a living hell. So see that he will not bluff in thy faith. People have what, two choices bluffing God and die and get the, the monk of the beast, or repent and remain faithful to the Lord. Now, this is what the Lord showed me in the tribulation years ago. I saw doctors working with the with the government, with the army, arresting people and setting them in a chair that had belts to tie their hand and feet. And I saw that with a, an injection, like a gun, to inject the RFID on their hand in the tribulation. It was the same shape at the RFID. Back then, that was 2009, 2010, the RFID was not out yet. I already have seen the RFID and the tribulation to come being injected to people by force. Now, this is what they were asking people. When they when they apprehended them and they tied them down to the shed, three and four men and one person, they said, do you want to be beheaded? Do you want to go with the people that we're going to behead? Or you are going to take the, the, this this? ship this month. In your right hand on your forehead. Right now, doctors in the United States all over the world know that the right place to inject a ship is in the right hand on the forehead. So some people try to cheat the word of God. My God. They went to the doctor, they had the RFID injected on their left hand. Not two months passed when doctor in an emergency had to take the ship out and put it in the right hand because the hand got infected. It got infected. Thousands of people got it in the left hand because they said this was not the mark of the beast. And people heard me on the radio, on on Facebook, talking about this and said, you're crazy. This is not the mark of the beast. Christian told me that it was not true what I was preaching. I was telling people since 2000, you go back to 2012, uh, 2011, 2010 on, on YouTube. And I'm telling people, people were calling me crazy. Christians all over the United States and the world were t- telling me this is not the mark of the beast. Pastor, why are you saying this is the mark of the beast? They told me. Why? This is not the mark of the beast, they said to me. Before Obama even took it out in 2013, March 25th, they were telling me that I was wrong. And I remember asking the Lord, and the Lord told me, yes, it is. And the people told me no. Pastor told me no. Christian told me no. All over the world. I mean, I've been criticized. I've been told I'm a full prophet. I've been told so much things since I started talking about this Mark of the Beast, brothers and sisters. Now, some Christians have wrote back to me years later and said, I'm sorry. We thought it wasn't. But now we realize that it truly is, brothers and sisters. And I said, okay, I forgive you, don't worry. We, we, you know, We just need to get along. We need to love one another. Praise your, Praise your Lord. Some people have finally realized. Some people say, "Oh, this is just something from the United States." I said, "No, this is going to go around the world." Back in 2013 and 14, when President Obama went to the Geneva meeting with all the presidents and all the representatives of the world, brothers and sisters, I think there was over 300, over 200 presidents and through, through, over 300 representatives, either by president or presidents at the world meeting with Obama. Obama offered them an incentive. If, if you know the law in the United States, an incentive is like a grant, free money. Obama, praise the Lord, hallelujah. Obama offered them the the countries of the world free money for them to inject the RFID in the right hand of their people now you can tell me that obama is not the beast okay i'm not going to argue with you if you say that but i'm going to tell you something it was obama who implemented the rfid who began the rfid process and and got it and to be approved by the legislation now obama was the one who who presented this rfid to all the prisons in the world and gave them an incentive to spread this among the nations not every almost every single nation today four or five years after today has the rfid either being added to the policy or being implemented i heard in chat from china these last past weeks that the government of china is already forcing local people to get it the rfid India, India, the president in India is already offering this to all their people, and they are telling people, whether next year, next year, or in a few months, it will be mandatory for them to have it. Same thing with the president of China. This was started by Obama, and now all these nations, Germany, France, all these nations have the RFID. Every, every. Almost every nation and the credit card has the RFID in it, too. The electronic ship, brothers and sisters. Praise you, God. It's all over the world. All over the world. Back in my island, in the Dominican Republic, just to inform you a little, our, our banks and our government was not too tied with the U.S. in, in, in regard to currency and all that. Right now... They are like right hand to each other in business. My my mom opened an account back then. And I have spoken with, if I want to send my mom any money to the bank, or she just got to put it in her bank account on here. And I wanted to spoke with the, with the, uh, with one of the, uh, manager, a bank of America in regard to this. I want to, I want the money to be secure and to get to my mother. And she told me not a problem, not a problem. This is all now, they're all tied together, brothers and sisters thank you lord now they they cannot in- they cannot inject the i f i d in your hand against your will. You have to agree that is that is the policy of this oh they're going if you say no, they're going to be you for this brothers and sisters, that's the way it's going to happen. Praise you Lord, so now all these banks. I have people from Central America, like Ecuador, write to me and tell me that most of the business people already have the RFID that Obama offered them. And now the the politicians are saying to them that in the next election, they want everyone, they're going to try to implement in Central America that everyone will have to get the RFID. Now you tell me something that Obama started in 2003, praise you, Lord, and, and put it in the Obama don't care plan. Now, it's, it's a, almost in every single country, over 300 200, 200 presidents, 300 representatives from the, each country. If they were not president, they were by presidents, which is basically the same. It's in, it being implemented in every part of the world. In the four corners of the earth, May God God and May God. Now if you don't think he's the antichrist yet, he he will, he himself will convince you that he is because he already had changed the constitution hallelujah of the United States. He had put on his own executive law over the Lord of the land. He is changing everything in the US. He already had implemented that if he declared martial law within the next year before his presidency. He can stay to be a president as long as he wants. Obama has done this, brothers and sisters. He is going to stay in office as long as he wants. People will be looking for an election and they're not going to find it here. Soon. People are going to be surprised, brothers and sisters. That's what's gonna happen. He's going he already put this in place with the with the Supreme Court. Brothers and sisters. He's doing all this executive order. Why do you think he's doing all this? Because he wants to get away with it. And he is doing things, brothers and sisters, that people they not expect them. If you don't believe me, listen to Alice Jones from Texas. Listen to Alice Jones. Listen to a, a lot of the information Alice, Alice Jones is coming out with, brothers and sisters. Of all the things that your government is doing, it is bad it is very bad and he's getting away well no one is saying no congress is not saying no no one is saying no to him he just mentioned that if he will run for a third for a third uh, uh, run for a third chance to be a president he will win he said oh he some people said some people think he's going to get out of the office and move to north carolina as he has said over here in north carolina oh that's not part of his plan he's been deceiving people right from the beginning all his agenda is to deceive people to get people to think some other things when he's doing already this other thing, he's already planning to stay in office but he's telling people something else you know if i plan to run again i know i will win he says i and cnbc it's online I, I someone sent me the link and i listened to it i said oh man it's horrible but it's exactly what i'm telling people in the lord's Tower. i know a lot of people don't agree but i'm telling them the truth before it happens he is planning to stay in office and who is going to stop him but god it only can come from god if god says he's going to stay there he's going to stay there praise you lord but it don't really matter to us who are going home in the church. it's going to matter to the people who are staying behind and there's a lot of people staying behind that's why i have to give out the information so when people hear this and if they understand they'll know exactly what's going to happen He's going to stay in office. He's going to implement mandatory, praise the Lord, for the mark of the beast, hallelujah, to be implemented in the United States, mandatory, brothers and sisters. It's what he wants. It's what he's planning. I've been telling people about him that he was going to do since 2011 and 12, and people caught up in 2013 and said, wow, when you said this, I've been writing down everything you were saying. Someone is keeping up with what I'm saying. It was quoting everything I said about Obama back then from the book of Daniel, and said everything you said has exactly happened. Remember, he said a few months ago that he was going to, he was going to come out of the office soon. He was not going to worry about the Middle East peace process. Another lie. And I told people it was a lie. Netanyahu came to Washington today. He's visiting Washington. What? What did Obama has in agenda? In his agenda? The two-state solution. He's telling people on television, no, he's not going to get involved anymore. He's going to leave it al- alone. And now he's pursuing 100% with Kevin and all his people in office to and stay the two-state solution. He already had his meeting with the UN for all of them to vote for the yes to the state two-state solution. He still wants to divide Jerusalem. The devil had his plans in the beginning, saying God chose Jacob. God, The devil wanted to destroy Jacob, but he had not been able, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. I'm telling you things before they happen, because you're going to see them happen. You're going to see them come on television and tell people that they finally got to an agreement about the two-state solution. That Netanyahu agreed, Abbas agreed, the, all the leaders have agreed, and now they have a solution, a quick solution for the two-state Brothers and sisters, I tell you right now, the Jewish people will will give their life for not for Jerusalem not to be divided. Someone was saying, will we ever see the two-state solution? I don't think so. If we see it, okay. Praise the Lord. I know the Lord says to our better in heaven, our better says to the Lord, Lord, uh, what is our, our time piece? And the Lord looked at him and says, Israel. He said, look to everything that is going on in Israel. Because when you see these things happen in Israel, because I'm about to take my bride home, the Lord is going to fight for the Jewish people, with the Jewish people, for the Jewish people. He's not going to let any nation come and destroy Jerusalem. He's going to fight. The Psalm 83 is there. Every single rabbi in Israel know that the Psalm 83 is going to happen, brothers and sisters. The Jewish people are just the i v f is getting ready for an attack any day, yeah, there's missile coming out of out of out of the west Bank Palestinians keep you know Iran keeps giving them weapons to come to attack hallelujah to attack Jerusalem, and they've been killing people back and forth, but this massive attack that the Arabs are planning. They're already planning it. Iran is getting ready. All Pakistan has even joined them. Egypt has joined them. Syria and Libya. All these nations have joined to to surprise, attack Israel. So they can overcome him. I even heard them saying a line that this time when they attack Israel, they're going to take over their land. And Israel will not be anymore. They're saying. Man, I, I hear what they're saying and I'm laughing. Because I know, I saw the Lord what he's gonna do with the Jewish people. He's going to fight with them. The United States is going to forsake them. Who who who's the leader of the United States? They're gonna forsake them. That's the devil's boy in the White House. So they're gonna forsake Israel. But Jesus is gonna fight with them. He's gonna fight with them, brothers and sisters. And they're going to have victory. Going to have victory. Because this victory that Israel is gonna get is for the beginning of the contraction at the third temple. At the beginning of the construction of the third temple, the Jewish, the, the Arab will have no choice but to give the dome of the rock to the Jewish people. But the first, the dome of the rock must be destroyed. The Lord has shown this to people in dreams and visions. The dome of the rock will be here with a missile. Brothers and sisters. And that even comes to the, to the ears of our enemy. And they think they can protect it. When God says so, it's gonna happen. Let's say, it. praise you, Lord, brothers and sisters. My throat getting tired. Of me, uh, I come back tomorrow night. Please pray that I, that I get more strength for me to speak here. Praise you, Lord. I've been speaking for now over two hours, uh, three hours today. Praise you, Lord. If my throat is hurting, so I need to rest my throat. Hallelujah. And I got here a prophecy that I want to pray. Praise you, Lord. And I'll be back tomorrow night, God willing.
4: All right. Praise you, Lord. For today's prophecy update, I'm going to actually sort of pick it up where we left off last week by examining more of the many, and there are many, prophecy details. I mean, these are real specific details that are given to us in the pages of Holy Writ, Bible prophecy details. Uh, Actually, this is the third week that we're doing this, and the reason is because... The closer we get to the rapture, and we are getting closer to the rapture, the more specific and frequent the signs become. The illustration, the example I used uh, last week about the the closer you get to your destination, the more frequent and specific the signs on the road will be. And that's what we're seeing in the world today as we're getting closer to our destination the signs are becoming more frequent and more specific in their details. I've condensed it to four prophetic details for today. Of course, again, there are many more, some that I uh, might address uh, yet future, but we'll examine uh, the details first and then we'll look at each detail through the lens of the current geopolitical landscape by way of the developments from just this last week. Now uh, things are moving so fast that uh, I, there's so much just within a, a timeline of one week. Um, I want to start with the first detail, which we've actually talked about the last couple of weeks, and it's this confirming or, if you prefer, enforcing of the seven-year peace agreement in Daniel 9.27. Daniel 9.27 is a profound prophecy. It's a very significant and important prophecy. I'm going to read it, and then I'll try to explain it a little bit. It says, then he shall confirm a covenant. Now, in the original language of the Hebrew, confirm carries with it the idea of enforce. And it also implies that there's already a covenant in place that remains unconfirmed. There's already a covenant, an agreement in place, a peace agreement in place, but it needs to be enforced. It needs to be confirmed. That's what the implication is when we read, He shall confirm an existing covenant with many for one week. One week is a period in Hebrew, a period of seven. This is the seven-year tribulation. But in the middle of the week, in the middle, the midpoint, the three and a half year mark of the seven year tribulation, he shall bring an end to sacrifice and offering. This indicates that the Antichrist will allow Israel to rebuild their temple. And for those of you who went with us to Israel, to the temple uh, institute there in Jerusalem, uh, it's not long before you realize that as soon as they get the green light, they can build that temple. Some believe even 30 to 60 days. They can have that. T- I wish we could build our building that quick. <laughs> What's that? They, need, they just need the permit like we do. But uh, so the, the, the temple is going to be rebuilt. And in the midpoint, the Antichrist is going to commit the abomination that causes desolation. He shall bring an end to sacrifice And offering in on the wing of abominations shall be the one who makes desolate, even until the consummation which is determined is poured out on the desolate. In other words, the Antichrist will commit the abomination. Some believe causing desolation, some believe the sacrificing of an unclean animal in the Holy of Holies, in the newly rebuilt temple, as part of this agreement. And by the way, very interesting, Israel will do anything. Israel will do anything to get a temple. And they would agree to this enforcing, this confirming of this existing covenant, if it meant that they could get their temple. And we've talked about in prior updates, uh, this um, uh, narrative now that the Temple Mount does not belong to the Jews. In fact, the Western Wall should be declared by UNESCO as an Islamic holy site. This is all moving towards this ultimate end of forcing Israel to give up everything and do anything in order to have their temple. Everything's in place. What about the ashes of the red heifer? No problem. Well, I thought every every time they come up with one, uh, this is Leviticus 19, I believe it is, talks about how they they use the ashes of the red heifer in a ceremonial cleansing by the high priest. And so it has to be a pure red heifer. And so they've, they've had red heifers born, and then all of a sudden they're disqualified because they, they have a white hair. <laughs> um, they can clone a, a red heifer uh, very easily, and in fact they have the technology to do it. But there is uh, some uh, who believe that there's already a red heifer. Uh, Ready, and that was the last thing that they needed. Everything else is done. What about the the Ark of the Covenant? Oh, remember that this last group uh, when we were uh, underneath the the Temple Mount, and they they know exactly where the uh, uh, Ark of the Covenant is. And we're told in uh, the Old Testament that uh, we'll we'll still find the tablets, and uh, we'll find uh, uh, the um, not the manna. Uh, apparently uh, that's what we're learning on on thursday nights but it had originally the manna aaron's rod and the uh, tablets of stone Uh, what uh, many believe is that they will find the actual tablets of stone that the finger of god wrote the ten commandments on with moses on uh, the mount i mean that that alone is chicken skin right there but anyway i digress so they're going to have the ark of the covenant. They're going to have the temple rebuilt. Everything's going to be in place, and they're going to be allowed to make sacrifices in this newly rebuilt third temple for the first half of the seven year tribulation. And then when Israel sees the abomination that causes desolation, we're told that they will flee. And for the last three and a half years, God will miraculously protect Israel. Israel, and that Israel will come to a saving knowledge of the true Messiah at the midpoint. And we learn this in typology when it comes to Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, a picture of Israel in the seven times hotter furnace. And in the midst of the furnace, they're saved. And Jesus appears, a pre-Bethlehem appearance, of Jesus Christ, known as a Christophany, is there in the midst of that seven times hotter fiery furnace. And it's a picture, it's a type of how Israel will be saved in the midst of the seven times hotter fiery seven year tribulation. That's when they're going to find Jesus, their true Savior. They're going to realize this is not our Messiah. And they're going to meet and know and come to their true Messiah at the midpoint and where's Daniel? That, where's the, Oh, that's right. He was exalted to a high place. And he's not there. You might say Daniel was a pre-furnace believer. I'll give you some time on that. Uh, how about Enoch? Enoch was pre-flood. Noah and his family, a picture of Israel, they go into the flood, are saved... In the flood. A picture of Israel. Where's Enoch? Pre-flood. Enoch walked with God. I love this. And was no more. For God took him. That's why he was no more. Enoch is a picture of the church. And Noah and his family a picture of Israel. Daniel a picture of the church. And by the way, this typology is replete throughout the Old Testament. This is why I get so demonstrative and animated that's probably an understatement when it comes to the pre-tribulation rapture you cannot put the rapture of the church anywhere but at the beginning prior to the seven year tribulation for reasons like this in Daniel 9:27. well let's move on, on Thursday the Jerusalem Post published a report that the PLO and I love it when the Jerusalem Post refers to the Palestinian Liberation Organization as the Palestinian Liberation Organization instead of the Palestinian Authority, because that's what they really are, the PLO. Yasser Arafat's PLO was threatening, listen, to end the recognition of Israel. What? (laughs) You're threatening to end the... Wait a minute. Well, let me quote the report. Saeb Erekat, I don't know if you've ever seen him. They don't put him on Fox News anymore, thankfully. You'll see him on CNN sometimes. Is quoted by Al-Quds Al-Arabi as saying that a decision on reversing recognition of Israel will be made after Palestinian President Mahmoud Abbas completes a round of consultations with Arab leaders this month. We never said we were going to cancel the Oslo Accords. Could that be the agreement that's already in place that needs to be confirmed and enforced? Back in September of 1993, I believe it is, and I'm in pretty good company. We don't want to cancel it. It's it's, it's still there. It just needs to be enforced, and so they're threatening so that something will be done to enforce it. This is Abbas. On September 30th at UN headquarters in New York, Abbas said, we cannot continue to be bound by these signed agreements with Israel because the status quo cannot continue in other words translated something has to happen and something has to happen now concerning the Oslo Peace Accords and they're threatening to cancel it if it doesn't now tie this with this Times of Israel report on Friday Obama rules out, very interesting, Israeli-Palestinian peace deal before leaving office. Here's a couple of excerpts. U.S. officials said Thursday that President Barack Obama has made a, quote, realistic assessment that a peace deal between Israelis and Palestinians is not possible during his final months in office. Officials said that while Obama remains committed to a two-state solution between Israelis and Palestinians, and listen to this, he does not believe it's possible before he leaves office in January 2017, can't wait, barring, sorry, <laughs> barring a major shift. Translated, something better happen. Something better happen. He's not going to continue on in ambiguity concerning this Oslo Peace Accord. Interesting. Well, this brings us to the second detail, which is the absence of, among others, Egypt and Jordan, from the prophecy in Ezekiel 38, both of which, by the way, have a peace agreement with Israel. Now, for Egypt, more specifically, it's because of the detail in the prophecy in Isaiah chapter 19, which is a great chapter, by the way concerning Egypt Uh, I'm of the belief still I still hold to the belief that we witnessed back in 2011 with the uprising there in Tahrir Square in Cairo the beginning of the fulfillment of the first part of chapter 19 in Isaiah which says a prophecy concerning Egypt there will be an uprising brother against brother and they will be handed over to a fierce leader Some believe the Muslim Brotherhood, one Muhammad Mursi, who is now uh, incarcerated. And this after Husni Mubarak was ousted, by the way, by you-know-who, Barack Obama, United States of America. We got Husni Mubarak out. Oh, just like we got uh, Muammar Gaddafi out. Oh, just like we got every other world leader out. That's another topic for another time. Wow, pastor, aren't aren't you afraid to talk about stuff like that? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. It's the truth. It's the truth. And it's about time that somebody speaks the truth. Because this world is so politically correct right now that Muslims are good and Christians are evil. Christians are the terrorists. This is, and don't say anything about anybody. Make nice, make nice. No, there's no more time for nice. We are on the cusp of eternity. There's no time for nice. Well, oh, yeah, but don't you want to? You know, you need to be more loving. Okay. Let me tell you how loving I am. I love you so much, I'm going to tell you the truth. If I didn't love you, I wouldn't bother. Aloha. See if I care. I'm sorry, but you know, it's getting so old. It's getting so old. Well, where was I? There was a prophecy updating there somewhere. Isaiah 19. I, got, I want to read for you the ending of this chapter. It is unbelievable. It is, if it wasn't here in God's word, I wouldn't believe it. My people, the Egyptian people, are going to come to a saving knowledge of the God of Israel. It's right here. Verse 18, In that day five cities in the land of Egypt will speak the language of Canaan and swear by the Lord of hosts, one will be called the city of destruction. In that day there will be an altar to the Lord in the midst of the land of Egypt and a pillar to the Lord at its border and it will be for a sign and for a witness to the Lord of hosts in the land of Egypt for they will cry to the Lord because of the oppressors and He will send them a Savior and a mighty one and He will deliver them. Some believe this will be fulfilled during the millennium. Then the Lord will be known to Egypt and the Egyptians will know the Lord in that day and will make sacrifice and offering. Yes, they will make a vow to the Lord and perform it. And the Lord will strike Egypt. He will strike and heal it. They will return to the Lord and He will be entreated by them and heal them. And it gets better in verses 24 and 25. In that day, Israel will be one of three with Egypt and Assyria. Listen to this. A blessing in the midst of the land whom the Lord of hosts shall bless, saying, Blessed is Egypt, my people. What? I thought Israel was your people. No. Egypt, my people. And Assyria, the work of my hands. Oh, what about Israel? And Israel, my inheritance. Wow! Do they know that? Do they know that? I posted on Twitter, my Twitter and uh, Facebook uh, accounts. Um, They're they're known as the garbage church. Oh, I wish I had more time to share this with you. Maybe I'll I'll talk about this. Um, You want to get Kleenex. In fact, if you want, go to my Twitter and and Facebook, and you'll see uh, it's called Better Life. And these are Egyptian Christian brothers and sisters. And I'm sorry to say this, their worship is I don't want to say it let me let me say it of myself. I was ashamed. I'm watching my Egyptian brothers and sisters, my people,
5: <laughs>
4: worshiping the Lord, and they're worshiping the Lord, and they're in a rock cave that they they made into a church. They were banished as Christians to the rubbish heap. And you might say they bloomed where they were planted. And they have a YouTube channel. And there's literally thousands upon thousands of Egyptian Christians praising God with tears running down their face.
1: I, I can see this.
4: I can, You know, in America, well, in the Middle East by the multitudes people are coming to Christ Arabs are coming to Christ Iranians, Persians are coming to Christ Afghanistan Pakistan all over in the Middle East they're coming to Jesus Christ and there's great revival taking place not here there Interesting detail. Arut Sheva, on Monday, published an article, the report, for the first time ever, Egypt voted for Israel at the UN. First time ever. (laughs) You think this might have raised some Arab eyebrows? Let me read just real quick from the article. For the first time since Israel's establishment in 1948, Egypt has voted in the Jewish states' favor in the United Nations. The vote for Israel triggered, (laughs) you think, angry criticism among Arab social media users, with some even creating a hashtag, EgyptVotesForIsrael, to criticize the vote. Here's another one. This is Tuesday, Ynet News. The headline, Israel hints at Air Force cooperation with Jordan, Egypt. Again, both of which have a peace agreement with Israel. Quoting the report statements by Israeli officials recently revealed the growing military ties between the Jewish state and its regional allies, listen ties which have been under a blanket of secrecy for decades decades there's no mention of Israel, no mention of Jordan or Egypt in this Ezekiel 38 alliance of nations that attack Israel there's a detail that we have there, and by the way Neither is Syria mentioned, Isaiah 17. Neither is Iraq mentioned, which is home to, of all things, Babylon. Again, I maybe need to talk about that another time. Here's our third detail, and uh, this is a tough one. It's the beheading of Christians for the testimony of Jesus Christ, specifically during the seven-year tribulation in Revelation 20. Let me read Revelation 20, verse 4. Ah, this is after the tribulation now. I saw thrones on which were seated those who had been given authority to judge, John says. And I saw the souls of those who had been beheaded because of their testimony about Jesus and because of the word of God. They had not worshipped the beast or its image and had not received its mark on their foreheads or their hands they came to life and reigned with Christ 8,000 years. That's the millennium at the end of the seven-year tribulation. In other words, these are Christians who come to Christ in the midst of the seven-year tribulation. We call them affectionately tribulation saints that will be beheaded for their faith. It's already happening. This was from the Christian Post on Wednesday. The headline Unimaginable Horrors Detailed in U.S. Report on ISIS Persecution of Christians. Let me just read a brief uh, excerpt. The United States Department of State has detailed in its International Religious Freedom Report what one group described as unimaginable horrors Christians are facing at the hands of the Islamic State terror group, including beheadings and kidnappings. Now, it's important to understand that in the Qur'an, Muslims are commanded to smite ye above their necks, behead the infidels, the Christians, and the Jews. And many, present company included, have connected those dots with what we read in Revelation about beheading, which all of a sudden started happening again about the year 2003. And it's continued. And I'm sad to say that the media here in the US does not report what's really happening over there. I don't want to get into the the graphic details of it. Time doesn't permit, for one thing. Maybe again at some point yet future. But we're, we're talking about demonic, satanic beheading of children in front of their parents and parents in front of their children, raping, crucifying. They're putting Christians on crosses and crucifying them in the Middle East. Did you hear about this last week? Hardly a a news channel reported on it. I I just, I'm I'm a little, um, I guess I'm not surprised, but, um, and it's going to get worse, and that's what's even harder. I'm pretty um, sick and tired of hearing about who's going to be on Saturday Night Live when this is what's happening in the world. And this is a Muslim. We're not going to call him that because we're PC, we're politically correct. Stabbed four people at UC Merced And Fox News published this headline, Campus Stabbers Manifesto Included Praise for Allah as Well as Plan for Beheading. According to Fox News, a handwritten manifesto carried by the California college student whose stabbing spree Wednesday left four wounded, bore names of his targets, a vow to cut someone's head off, and as many as five reminders to praise Allah. What's interesting is that the law enforcement authorities insisted that neither terrorism nor religion appear to be motives in the attack. Let's move on. Here's the fourth and final detail. This one has to do with something that's always fascinated me, over the years especially because it dismantles this another false teaching known as dominion theology what's dominion theology dominion theology is that um, Christians have to take dominion of the earth before Jesus can come back Uh, there's another one it's kind of roommates with um, this movement I think it's the international house of prayer that teaches that the bride has to be purified first and it's kind of roommates with dominion theology, and then Jesus can come back. Listen. Anytime you put anything in the way of Jesus Christ coming back and the doctrine of imminence, the imminent return of Jesus Christ, you're playing with fire. You're playing with fire. I don't know how else to say it. That is a doctrine of demons. Are you kidding me? And to me, single-handedly the letter to the church of Philadelphia. i got to quit hitting these microphones, okay? i got to quit slapping my hands. I I actually just want to make sure you're all awake. You are. Good. All right. (laughs) This detail has to do with the remnant church having little strength and as such being kept from the seven-year tribulation, pre-tribulation rapture, and it's in Revelation 3, and I'm going to read verses 8 through 10. To the church of Philadelphia, John is told to write, Jesus speaking, I know your works. See, I have set before you an open door, and no one can shut it, for you have a little strength. Not dominion. You have a little strength. Jesus said, when I, when I come, will I even find faith on the earth? It describes a church that is hanging on. Hanging on to the Word of God, which... Seems to be a novelty in this day and age. You've not denied my word. You've kept my word. You've not denied my name. The implication being churches are doing that, but not you. My remnant church, the church of Philadelphia, the church of brotherly love. Now because, verse 10, you have kept my command to persevere, I will also keep you from the hour of tribulation, which shall come upon the whole world to test those who dwell on the earth. That's the pre-tribulation rapture. And the remnant church will be taken out before. Kept from. Because why? (laughs) Little strength. Hanging on. Not denying my name. Keeping my word in a world that will do everything it can to get you to deny and not keep and teach and preach the word of God. Well, Tuesday, this was a really sad Pew Research poll. I'll just close with this. Americans are becoming less religious, especially the young adults. I encourage you, there's a several uh this one's just from Reuters, there's several news agencies that pick this up. It's uh really grievous. It's really grievous. Here's the way I'd like to close. I would suggest that the common denominator with all of these four details that we looked at today, is that all of them will ultimately find their fulfillment in and during the seven-year tribulation. Now stay with me. Why do I point that out? Because, and think about this, if we're seeing these details beginning to come to pass now, and the rapture has to happen prior, then the question that's before each and every one of us today is, how close are we? If we're seeing that which ultimately finds its fulfillment in and during the seven year tribulation begin to come to pass before the tribulation and the rapture of the church is before the tribulation, then how close is the rapture of the church? I would suggest closer than any of us might think if you've never called upon the Lord to be saved, let me simply and lovingly say, do so today before it's too late. I implore you. Why don't you all stand and we'll pray. And I appreciate your patience. Don't look at your watches. I appreciate your patience. (sighs) Lord, this is truly in every sense of the word, an exciting time to be alive. For those of us who know you, are right with you, and ready for you, this is getting really exciting because our redemption draws nigh. Very nigh. However, for those who don't know you, aren't right with you, And not ready for you. This is terrifying. So Lord, I pray that today, for anyone who finds themselves fearful, full of fear, that you would just reveal yourself to them, that you've not given them a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind, to make a sound decision, the most important decision for all eternity. To call upon you that they may be saved. Lord, thank you. And even so, Lord Jesus, Maranatha, come quickly. In Jesus' name,
5: amen. Hello, everyone. This is Frank DeMora. And what you're looking at is my old prophecy site, the BibleProphecyMan.com, which, by the way, is still up. And you can get the news going over to BibleProphecyMan.com if you'd like, but I don't usually post too much there anymore because of my new website, which is the End Times Research Ministry. But the reason why I'm bringing you back to my older site is because I wanted to show you one of the things that I warned you about that you would see in the future, and it is happening. So what I'm doing is bringing you back to this post of March 13th of 2012 where I wrote about oil and gas that will be found in Israel. So let me scroll down to that portion of the article that I was talking about. And you'll see it says, In my post dated October the 27th of 2010, I wrote you the following. So this isn't the first time that i warned you that Israel was going to find oil in the very near future because of what the Lord had revealed to us in his word. And so I give you Deuteronomy chapter 33, verses 19 through 24. where And I'm going to just quote myself. Do you know that God warned us that Israel would be blessed in the last days? Guess where these blessings would come from? Can't get it? Let me show you what the Lord said in Deuteronomy chapter 33, verse 19. They will summon peoples to the mountain and their offers sacrifices of righteousness and they will feast on the abundance of the seas on the treasures hidden in the sand and let me ask you a question what is usually found in the seas and in the deserts in the middle east gas and oil and these are the hidden treasures and israel is beginning to find these treasures now just in case there's any confusion about what's in the sand let me point out what verse 24 says in that same chapter, chapter 33 of Deuteronomy. It says, about Asher, he said, and of course Asher is one of the 12 tribes of Israel, most blessed of sons is Asher. Let him be favored by his brothers and let him bathe his feet in, guess what? Oil. So we know exactly what the Lord is prophesying about. For the nation of Israel and that is oil now since I wrote this back in 2010 and then I again mentioned this in this article Israel has gone from a nation who had just about no oil or gas and they discovered massive amounts of oil and gas and to the point where they can now even be exporters So, now that you know what I told you to look for based on the Word of the Lord, because I firmly believe in our Lord and our God. And when He tells us something, you don't have to question it at all. It is going to take place. We know that for certain. For those of you who don't believe in God, don't believe in Jesus Christ, first of all, that's the biggest mistake because Satan doesn't want you to believe anything that God tells us. He's telling us, we hear it all the time, that who wrote the Bible? It wasn't people who wrote it, and yeah, we got all the excuses, but when it comes down to the bottom line, the very words that God has spoken to us in the Bible, and you're looking at prophecy right here, that those words are coming to pass 100%. And there is no other religion that this has happened. And this is how God is demonstrating who he is to all the people that are reading the words. All right, so let me bring you over to the JewishPress.com. This came out today, October the 7th of 2015. Take a look at the headline. Huge oil discovery on the Golan Heights. If the oil can be extracted at a reasonable cost, and that is a big if, now it would make Israel self-sufficient for decades. And then as you scroll down to the report, they're showing you the, the oil equipment itself. And it goes on to say, the Syrian rebels, the Islamic State, ISIS, and Assad regime, and today that means Russia, because I showed you yesterday that Russia is now in uh, Syria, helping Bashar al-Assad fight against the rebels and ISIS. It says, now have another reason to capture the Golan Heights oil. Drilling that began more than a year ago has exposed a huge find of billions of barrels of oil. Not millions, billions, billions. But it is too early to know if the black gold can be extracted at a price that would make the oil commercially viable. Afik Oil and Gas chief geologist Dr. Yuval Bartov was quoted by Globes as saying, we are talking about a strata which is 350 meters thick. And what is important is the thickness of the porosity. An average in the world strata are 20 to 30 meters thick. So this is 10 times as large as that. So we are talking about significant quantities. The important thing is to know that the oil is in the rock, and that's what we now know. The drilling is in the southern Golan Heights, far away from the northern border by several miles from the eastern Border. Assyria has claimed the entire Golan since it lost the strategic and water-rich area in the Six-Day War, 1967. If oil can be extracted, it will be a huge bonanza for Israel and an enormous reason for whoever rules in Syria or for Hezbollah that is fighting with Assad's forces and is based in Lebanon. And they're mentioning, by the way, the very nation's that the Lord warned about in the Psalm 83 war against Israel. It goes on to launch a war on Israel. So what we're seeing here in the news is not only the fact that Israel is discovering these large amounts of oil, billions of barrels of oil here, but they're also pointing to another war. And of course, we know that a war is coming. That's going to be the Psalm 83 war with the very nations that they're pointing out. Hezbollah, Syria, and Lebanon are three of the nations in that Psalm 83 war. All right, we're going to pick it up right here again where it says, or for Hezbollah that is fighting with Assad's forces and is based in Lebanon to launch a war on Israel. Israel uses approximately 270,000 barrels a day Billions of barrels of oil would satisfy the country's need for a long time. So there you have it. Billions of barrels of oil. Discovery. Discovery that should not come as a surprise to any believer who's read the words of our Lord and our God. And let me just, again, like I did in 2010 and like I've been warning since the Lord put me in this ministry in 1977. There will be more oil found in the sand and in the sea in Israel. And there's a very good possibility that the next war could be fought because of oil rights and oil domination by nations who hate Israel. That's one thing that I'm looking for. So the bottom line is this. Demonstration that God's word is being fulfilled. And if I were you, I'd pay attention to that and give heed to our Lord and their Savior, Jesus Christ, because not only is he telling us these things before they actually happen, the reason why he has done this is to show and to demonstrate who he is, and if he can demonstrate who he is, that means that this find is just more proof that Jesus Christ is the Lord, the King of kings, and the Lord of lords. And on that third day, he did rise from the dead, and he is coming back. He's coming back for the church, and he's also coming back to fulfill all the prophecies that haven't happened yet. And that would include the seven-year tribulation, and that is rapidly on its way. So, please, today would be a great day to accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. Now, in closing today's video, I want to go back to a post that I did a couple days ago, because I warned you again, just like I was warning about watching israel find oil i've been telling you what to look for on the temple mount area let me scroll down and like the other post this post is still up october the 5th of 2015 you'll see the headline armed warfare in jerusalem i've been writing to you warning you that the temple mount area is going to be an area of contention continually The reason why, I cite Zechariah chapter 12, verse 3, where the Lord showed us, in the last days, Jerusalem would become a burdensome stone for all the people, and that all the people are going to be coming against Israel. And so this area that I've been warning about, I keep telling you, please watch the news. Center on Jerusalem, because I believe it's all going to start there, and I did post, the recent bloodshed that has taken place because of the Temple Mount and the tensions on that Temple Mount between the Jews and the Arabs. And, of course, one of the two headlines there, you'll see Hamas calls armed warfare in Jerusalem. These articles are still at my site, as I indicated. And, by the way, Hamas is in the Psalm 83 war, as well as Syria, Lebanon, and the Hezbollah. I'm going to take you over to October the 7th, 2015, Breaking Israel News. The headline, Jerusalem Court Rules, San am Yisrael Chai, Permissible on the Temple Mount. Now, one of the things that I've been telling you is going to happen in the future is that there's going to be continually rioting, obviously, on the Temple Mount. But then, at the bottom line is, sooner or later, we're going to see the Jews have the same kind of access to the Temple Mount or complete access to the Temple Mount just like the Arabs have right now, the Muslims who are worshiping at this Dome of the Rock, the third most holy site for the Muslims. And if the Lord pointed out to us that Jerusalem was going to be a burdensome site, and you see it right now, you know that just like the rest of the prophecies, this prophecy is also in the making and becoming more intense as we see those birth pangs continue. Now just about every week you're going to hear news. And lately, it's been every single day about news about the tensions on the Temple Mount. And of course, today is no different. And this is why I wanted to point it out, because as I said yesterday and the day before, just about every single day, I believe that the war we're going to see coming, which I believe is the Psalm 83 war, is going to happen primarily because of the ownership of this Temple Mount area where also this Dome of the Rock is right now. The article says, A Jerusalem magistrate's court has ruled that a Jewish visitor arrested for saying the phrase, I am Yisrael Chai, the nation of Israel lives, on the Temple Mount was in violation of no laws and ordered his immediate release from police custody. The court also rejected a request by police to effectively ban him from the Temple Mount for 15 days. So in short, let me just show you what happened here. They have a video here showing us what happened on this Temple Mount area. Now, if you haven't been following the news, what happens, every time the Jews go up to this holy place where the first and the second temple used to stand at one point,